recorded live. Did you just do that, Ryan? Or someone else? Yeah, it was me. Okay. So the code for, um, I don't know if anybody wants to know, the code for Lauren's call tomorrow is 144771. That was sweet of Linda. She always puts a good kind word in for me. It's very, she's a very sweet person, good person. She really is. Did I lose the call? You guys still there? Still here. Okay. Paul, are you still there? I'm here. Okay. Where's, where's Ryan at? I'm right here. Ryan, was, yeah. was Ryan on your call? No, that, that was John's call. He opened earlier uh, when Linda opened, and there's only like three people there. I think they're coming over here. No, no, no. Was Brian two on your call tonight? No, not he wasn't on this call. He was over there on John's call because it's a technological call. Okay, because well, when I called in, Brian two was talking to somebody, and somebody kept talking and talking. Every time I called in, it was like a recording. Yeah, well, I had I had John's feed streaming into the lounge over this line because nobody was talking. Just to break the dead side, dead air, you know? Yeah. I can't hear nothing he's saying. I, I, yeah, I had to call back in on VOIP because my landline, I think this phone's tearing up or something. Not sure. You guys were saying you couldn't hear me, so. I, I can hear you. Okay. Can you hear him, Paula? Not as clear as I usually hear him. Maybe if you try try to call back in on my phone. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm gonna hang up. I have to get to bed early because my mom's birthday is tomorrow, and they're okay. two hours ahead of me. And I want to make sure that she okay. gets the and everything. We can hang up then. Okay. Let me know if you have any problem. Otherwise. Um, I'll be on Ryan's calls, um, just not tonight. Okay, no, we can we can hang up. Okay, I'll talk okay. to you later. Thanks, Ryan. I'm on your, I'm on your phone. You're, you're welcome, hon. All right, bye. All right. Why, why did she say she was hanging up? Amy? No. Amy just said she had something she had to do tonight, but she'd be on again, I think, tomorrow night. Something oh, like okay. That. Hey, Lauren. Hey. You doing okay? Yeah, yeah, for now, that is. <laughs> Let's see, it looks like there's about, that's you, me, Central Michigan, Northwest Indiana, that's probably Lauren, uh, Connie, Connecticut. James, West Tennessee, North Wisconsin, Northwest New York, two Northwest New Yorks, actually, Central California, and the chat room.
Then there's now a Southern New York on. Welcome, Southern New York. If Frank's call still not on, is it, Lonnie? Do you know? Well, he starts real early. Here it's like 3 o'clock, I think, on Friday. During the afternoon, he stops. I think he stops by the time Linda's call comes on. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I didn't know if he opened a second call or something. I, I don't know about tonight. How long have you been off? I called in not long before this, and hers, you know, didn't, you know, said it wasn't on. So I thought I'd try yours. So is she going to start closing hers early? Is that what? I think so, yeah. Yeah, okay. she she gets tired. She takes uh, the InfoWars knockout, and it puts her to sleep. Yeah, I know. I'm I think I told you about that. <laughs> um, what was you going to say? I didn't mean to step on you. No, so I, I just think it's a long time to just talk, you know. Unless you oh, really want I don't like to talk a lot unless I'm wound up. Yeah. And I think it's hard on a schedule, you know. People do it, but that just doesn't sound like it'd be. Yeah, I hear you. It is a long time. Five hours is a, a damn long time to be on the phone. I know. Any of you guys in the chat want to call in? Any of you callers want to talk? That's strange, Connie not saying anything. She she loves to talk. Yep, she can talk. Yeah. Well, I can <laughs> Say again? Oh, that must not be Connie then. There she would have. No. Okay. Oh, hey, welcome. Hi, thank you. Is that Mary? Yeah. Oh, hey, Mary. Hey there. How you doing? Oh, one day at a time, like the rest of us. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I thought you were Connie. I knew Connie would speak the minute she called in. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm just kind of listening tonight. That's what usually what people are doing now. They're just listening. It's like there's not as many talkers as there was four years ago. Oh, uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Well, we were trying to figure out what was going on. Yeah. I wish that the, we know. <laughs> I wish Dwight would get back on the calls. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he, his ideas and his, uh, and his southern accent, too. I like that. You're <laughs> just holding up your end of it over there. Oh, thank you. Were you talking about me or Dwight, or both of us? Uh, both of you. Yeah. Thank you. You're just nice also. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Mm. Yeah. Hey, Linda. Mm-hmm. Hey, Linda, I thought you'd already went to bed. 
I was telling them how you take your uh, InfoWars knockout and it puts you to sleep, so you kind of go to bed. Somebody was somebody asked if you was starting to do your calls earlier or late or ending the show later. Uh, we sure can. Beautiful day. Beautiful day says here in the chat. Can we talk about synchronicity of events? The perps repeating an event around the targets. Yeah, well, I mean, that's what it's about. That's their MO, synchronizing, repetition. Repetition is the um, the most single form of mind control there is, is repetition over and over and over. But, you know, as far as the organized stalking boots on the ground, I mean, if you're, t I'm not sure in what context you mean that. But if you're talking about the synchronized, what, I, what we call synchronized harassment activities, then yeah, I mean, I'm I'm sure that's something we all have been bombarded with. So yeah, yeah, boots on the ground, yep. There's Linda. Good to have you on board. Hey Ryan, you guys hey. just made me laugh. I got to tell you this. You know okay. what you said about the synchronized and the repetition and that, and the right. and the thing that popped into my head. Remember when you were a kid? I mean, like grade school kind of shit. And you'd chew gum in class or something, and they'd make you write a hundred or a thousand times, "I will not chew gum in class," or "I will not." And I always would go down and do all the eyes first, and all the other ones is like my little stuff it thing to the to them, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Oh, maybe that's why we all got targeted because we had attitude way even way back then. <laughs> well, no, it's it's but you're right though. It's that's a that's a perfect example of it. Uh, it is. It's about repetition. That's how they work. They, they do it over and over and over. <clears throat> Thank you for bringing this topic up to your beautiful day. Yeah, cool. And you guys even made me laugh. <laughs> we were trying it way back then. And we still rebelled. <laughs> Is that your guy? Yeah. Oh. Uh, he wants to talk too. Oh yeah. <laughs> They're out in the kitchen playing the, trying to get mom to throw the ball for him. And that voice will be heard. Oh yeah. <laughs> Wow, BD, you type fast. I was I was looking for that last comment I glanced at. Uh, I have a John Gibbs. Oh, retrograde amnesia. Wow, BD. Wow. Same job again. Yes, it does say the same employees. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's 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 the psyops nature of it. The part of their mo. It's psyop. Now it's it's uh. MISO, it's Military Information Support Operations. They changed the name from PSYOP to MISO. You can see that on the Army.mil website. <clears throat> but of course, oh, it's only to be used for peaceful uh, purposes, of course. Ha! <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, 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 more like it's being used here domestically on United States citizens. Is that Linda heard laugh? Yeah, it was. Can you hear me now? Yeah, hey, you. 
hate you. <laughs> of that thing about the repetition, you know, I think that's a good. Boy, my mouth is so dry. Um, I think that's um, a good reason for us not to get emotionally involved in what they do. Mm-hmm. We need to maintain our energy. You know, right. we need to be able to look for look at this as something we can do. Um, Absolutely. And we get, yeah. if we keep getting emotional about it, we'll wear out. You know. So true. What was that website you just mentioned? The Army what? It was Army.mil, and that's sure that's an acronym for military. Uh, oh, okay. Thank you. You was welcome. So I missed all the calls tonight. Did anything come up? <clears throat> About what? Did anything come up? I, was, uh, I don't know. Linda's call was pretty casual, if you ask me. Uh, there's some good discussion on it. There, are, you're, uh, there always is. I mean. Yeah. Oh, somebody asked Linda if you were going to start ending your calls earlier. Well, nine nine thirty. I'm not going to do. Sometimes I'll go over a little bit because we might have something, a subject that takes longer. And yeah. mine is very understanding about just being there for when it starts, and we'll work, work it that way, you know? But oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Welcome, Arizona. Welcome back, uh, Paula, Fetchy, Massachusetts. Yeah? Yeah, much better. We can hear you much better now. At least I can. Yeah, I couldn't hear nothing before. Linda, Linda, you in California? Yeah. Oh, you said nine nine thirty. I'm like it's after midnight. (laughs) 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 I'm like we just got off the phone. It's after midnight. He's everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so you 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 where Amy at? Amy's in California. Amy said she said she would be back tomorrow night. She had some things to do. Yeah. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna mute for a minute. You guys carry on. I'm, I got to get something to eat in my stomach. I'm about to get sick. Uh oh. Go get something to eat. Yeah. You guys carry on. Okay. Paul, oh, how long have you been here on the calls? Uh, on uh, Ryan's call tonight? Just the general calls. Oh, general? Yeah. Uh, three weeks will be Monday coming. Well, you know what's cool about you is you fit right in, and, you know, you fit right in and you get real comfy, and that's cool, and you relate to people and you remember them, and it's cool. You, you seem to be... But, Linda, you... you, you... I was I was by my whole, by myself the whole year, 2017, not knowing nothing. And when I found, when I kept doing Ella's videos, kept doing it, and it, at her video she just said, email me at T.I. Angel. So one day I just emailed her, and if it wasn't for me emailing her, I probably wouldn't know nothing. But um, I, I, I'm, I get on all these calls because I was by myself for so long, that I need the support. You know what I mean? 
absolutely. We all do. We all and do. I, you, I'm, I, I've been around here for like two and a half, three years, and I'm almost on almost every call because I need support. Exactly. Exactly. And I needed the support because I don't know what I'm, I didn't know what I was going through. And, and just to know, yeah. I said, nobody's going through this but me, but me? Why don't I know nobody who else going through this? And Lord behold, Frank said, it's so many people in Massachusetts going through this. And I didn't even know it. I thought I was the only one in Massachusetts. Well, it's good to find friends. It's a shame, but it's good to find friends. Exactly. Exactly. It's it's just hard. It's hard. When you can't sleep in your own bed, when you can't clean your own house, when you can't, you know, be comfortable, watch your own TV, you can't do nothing in your own house. So it's really, really hard to live like that in your own apartment. It's crazy, but it will get easier. Oh, I know, I know, I know. Earlier, you know, if you can stay out of the emotional reaction, we'll be better off because we need that energy to keep fighting them. And we don't exactly. want to wear us down, then that's why it gets over and over and over, you know? Yeah, and exactly. It goes back to the point with me, with, I would just say, really, you're here again? You know, um, when I came home and found something wrong. Oh, boy. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you, you've been targeted for two and a half years, you said? Oh, no, I've been targeted since 1993. Oh, okay. you've just been on the call for two and a half years. I didn't I didn't know what it was all about until two and a half years ago. What? Yep. I did not I knew that I was followed. I knew that my bank my my properties and my bank accounts were being messed with. I knew all that. I didn't know there was a specific place where I could talk about it. You know? Oh my god. You know, where I wouldn't be treated like I was crazy, like my family did, you know? Right, 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 right. People that know we're not crazy. Have you seen uh, Ted Gunderson's affidavit yet? No. Guy on um, show last night, Richard Lighthouse, I think his name was. He mentioned that it's it's he's former head of the FBI <laughs> of Los Angeles, and he um, my brain just went dead. He provi- provided an affidavit for a lawyer that was suing the Department of Justice for information about gang stalking and mm-hmm. he spells it out very clearly if you if you look for you know, Chad Gunderson affidavit two thousand eleven, you'll find it and it's really helpful when it comes to, you know, um telling anybody about what's going on. You know, he's what's it? Ted, you've got Ted Gunderson. Uh, yeah, she's right. Uh, you guys looked that affidavit up. That that can, that's a piece of evidence, actually. I mean, that, that's sure probably is. a former senior FBI mm-hmm. official, uh, SAC special agent in charge, yep. stating that all yeah, of Los Angeles, all of Los Angeles, Dallas as well. Really? Hmm. Yep. He was SAC special agent in charge. That's what they said. No, 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 no. I've got him confused with somebody else. Okay. He was the senior official, the head of those offices. Okay. Forgive me. My bad. I was thinking of someone else. 
well, we know he has, we know that we can believe him. Or that oh, yeah. Or believe him. I think that's the good part about it, you know. We can actually give somebody proof. This is happening. That's right. Stop calling this crazy. That's right. So Linda, mm-hmm. we're gonna have we're gonna have a meeting, our first meeting on the eighteenth. I'm so excited. Good in in uh, Massachusetts. Yeah, with Frank and everybody. Yeah. Great. That's nice. Well, you're just. I think it's great that you are just getting right in there. That's- yeah. God is good, ain't he? Yeah. God is good. He he will bring things to the light. And then he will he will wrap you in his light, and then you'll know yeah. you're home. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. God is so good. Yep. So Ryan, are you on? He's still on the call. I'm sure he is. I, oh, I know he wants to get something. He mutes in and out a little. You know, sometimes he's there, sometimes he's not. Mm-hmm. Oh, you who was that to... just talking? That was Ryan. Oh yeah, I wanted to tell him that. If you wait a little bit, he'll be back because he said he had to go get some food. So he's gonna make something eat and come back. How are you birds, Deb? Oh, they're doing okay. They're hanging in there, just like me, and they're behaving tonight. All right. Well, that's cool. As you can tell, I'm still working on getting them fed for some reason. Uh, I'm yeah. But they don't care. It's not like they... They're not like the dogs that eat everything in their dish, so... And I always... <laughs> everything over... and everything, yeah. Yeah, they, they kind of... And they throw it around and play with their food and, you know, all that cool stuff. But I always overfeed anyway. Just in case something weird happens, you know. Yeah, they'll be okay. Yeah. yeah, I know that. It's one thing I get nervous about when I feel like I'm really sick, which I did feel like I was choking. I don't go through this stuff, but I am now. Um, uh, anyway, I felt, you know, and, and my immediate thought was, what am I going to do with Jack? You know, where am I going to put him? Where am I, you know, what am I going to do with my dog? If yeah. Something happens to me. It's not fun stuff to think about. Oh, yeah. So, Linda, do you get the um, tinnitus, the ringing in your ears? Big time. That gets uh-huh. shot up today like crazy. They're really mm-hmm. hitting me today on all kinds of, all kinds of things. But, yeah, I do. I get tinnitus. And you, you got Dave's CD, though, right? Yeah, yeah, and the the first CD worked very, very well, but I think somebody got he he did something for me so that it could be put on the um, MP3 player, and mm-hmm. um, I think they got to it mid mid ground because it didn't help. But the first one sure did. He's great. His his are great, you know. Mhm. As long as you get the straight up CD. Yep, I think it's, it's excellent. And I keep hoping I won't get 
2K. It'll just stay at tinnitus, you know? Yeah, this is tinnitus, man. Whatever they put in your ear is Do you crazy. have tinnitus? Do you have it? Yeah. Horrible. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Kyle, I think it was Kyle that told us that we were lucky just to have that and not the other thing that they get. Not the B2K, yeah. Yeah. We don't need voices in our head constantly, you know? Mm-mm. I wish I couldn't, I wish we could figure out what that's about, how they're doing it, so we could stop it. Mm-hmm. Um, Frank said he got it bad, too. How is Frank doing? I haven't been to his call for a few days. Okay. Uh, he, oh, he said he had a rough day with them, with that V, with the V thing. Mm-hmm. It's so bizarre. There's no reason, and here we are. Yeah. So bizarre. I don't understand how they do this to human beings. How they how they able to do this to human beings with some technology? Like how do you get to do this to people's brains and their minds and their bodies? Like this is so messed up. Yes, you just study for a long time, you know, and mm-hmm. figure it out and start applying it, and then you know on people so you can get that information and you know what to do in battle. Of course, we hope it's the battle is not against us, but, you know, their battle overseas, I don't know. It's unbelievable. And they follow you all over. They follow me all over Massachusetts. Excuse me. Hi. I, they follow my. They follow. See, this is Brenda, Western Mass. They follow. They follow. I can't. I, wait a minute. They follow the UPS truck. I have since I've been a target. I've been for the past three or four years. I've been buying from Amazon all my groceries and anything I want, and have delivered. But they steal every time I go out. Well, I notice every time um, a UPS guy comes, my next door neighbor, the retired fireman. Comes within three minutes oh. after the EF, um truck delivers my package. Huh. Yeah. Does he, does he I, come? I does he come when the guy, when the, Does he does he come out when the delivery guy is still there, or does he come out after he's gone gone away? They are passing. The, the UPS truck delivers my package to the second floor. Uh-huh. And then the perp. He is a perp because he. He never works. He's just there. They take turns watching me, but I watch them too because I don't have any. That's my entertainment. Um, when the, the truck, the, the guy drops the package off at the on my porch, and I notice he'd always leave the package closer to his door than mine. Really? Uh huh. And I always call the company complaining about it that he needs to leave it to my door, not put it in community pickup. Yeah. Like, all right, so I've been watching and I'm saying, gee, isn't this coincidental that every time the UPS truck is 
driving out. He's driving in and comes mm-hmm. right up, up the stairs. So, and I have been paying attention because I'm saying, gee, my packages get missing. And I can sense it. And I thought, says, says this guy, the, the UPS driver, is dropping the packages off so close to his door and it's a blind spot. So if the neighbor comes in, he can pick up the packages, and I'd never know it's not there. Absolutely. And Absolutely. so today, I, he, and I'm saying, this is too, this, this is no coincidence. This is happening all the time. And being that he's a retired fireman, and after last night, when I, I was on the call last night, and I said about some of the things I was doing to protect myself and it was working, well, today, he was over there drilling, hammering, <laughs> and dragging something across somewhere up and down. And he's awfully quiet because there's like three or four of them over there in like a three-room apartment, and you don't hear a boo. But after I said that I, the, the items that I was using and that it was working, he started banging before he, during the day before he went out with the, before the UPS guy, and he was banging and drilling. And sometimes and it sounded like a machine that had gotten stuck, like my wash machine had was off balance, something yeah. like that kind of noise. Yeah. And I've been, over, I've been extremely overheated today. I did, too. Two seconds all of a sudden just sweating. When it's suddenly you're sweating and, uh, you know, you know it's them. We don't yeah. sweat. Just yeah, it's sweat. Yeah, the back of my head. And, my, and everything that has been working, stop working. Like what? Oh, you mean the shielding? Yes. Whatever he did, whatever he cranked up over there and... and um, drilled and banged and stuff overrode my all the things that I had that was helping me. I am extremely hot. The back of my neck, and I do, and I get cook. I cook at whenever I wash dishes. I in the kitchen. I seems like I start getting um, cooked on the hoof. When I start get when I start working with the sink and the dishes, I, that water hits my hands or something. Something over there, I get awfully hot. Mm. Mm. You think it's frequency well, coming in, or you think it's something in the water? Oh well, I think uh, I think both. I think it's a frequency because I never get it, but I'm my sink is directly pointed towards the fuse box, the circuit breaker. Directly in front of it, but I have a galley kitchen, and the, the the breaker box is on the other side of it. But it's right in front of the, the the faucet. And when I'm washing dishes, I even put a rubber mat down, and whatever, try to see if that it is. But when I when I'm dealing with water in the kitchen, um, I get just as hot as I do when I'm sitting in my bedroom on my side of my bed. And I see them outside my walk, on my walkway, out of my window, with their phones. And sometimes they'll stand right there for a few minutes, I guess, calibrating where I am in the house. So now I just open the shade and look down at them and start taking pictures. So, 
that we'll both take pictures of each other. Yeah, really. <laughs> yeah, I think take I, pictures is great. That's so good. You know, you yeah. need a line of pictures, you know? You just yeah, I don't know how to work my camera group, but they don't know that. Well, maybe they do since they're on the phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's, so it's one of those things. So is it certain times of the month or something that they basically cook with? I'm sorry. I'm sorry, what? I didn't understand that. Why is, it, is it certain times of the of the month, like the first of the month, the fifteenth of the month, that they crank up the, the heat on us? Hmm. I don't know. I you know we should all start keeping track of that. Yeah, I think so. Maybe. They, yeah, I see. It's, and 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 graph it. Then somebody can make a graph. Mhm. Then we could keep. Oh, that's a that is a really good idea. Then we could. Well, we can each keep. Uh-huh. And, 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 yeah, that might be something to work on. Then that way, you yeah. see how, since we all have different programs, we can see how yeah, many but people. We, but we Pardon oddly me? experience the same things across the country, you know? Uh, uh-huh. So. Yeah. We're doing something. Well, I don't know. Maybe just I'll trying start. to figure out what is common amongst us. I don't know. Yeah, I think I'll start doing that. I think I'll start writing down the times I get hot and the days. I get hot every day, but not, it's, sometimes it's worse. This is the worst I've had since I started shielding. Yeah, but it's mine. I have about four or five perps in, my, um, in the complex where I live at. Mm-hmm. Downstairs, upstairs, up next door to me, and then downstairs, and they take turns. I must be very special to spend this much money on. What in the world are they doing? What state are you in? I'm in. I my my. Uh, right now, I'm in Hawaii. Hawaii. But, yeah, but my phone number is Western Mass. That's where I lived for the past fifty years until they ran me out of there. Western who? Western Mass, my phone number shows up at Western Mass. I'm a resident, I'm supposed to be a resident of Massachusetts. When my, on the board, my phone number, my name shows up as Western Mass, probably, area code 413. Hmm. But I have an apartment in Hawaii. They followed me here, too. So there's no peace. Oh, I noticed something. Someone was talking about the those light bulbs. I noticed at night sometimes. I try to take a picture of it, but I don't know if it worked out well. Um, those those lights with the that look like an ice cream cone that swirls around. Uh huh. Um, they even though the light is off. There's a power surge, and the light seems to brighten up, even off. Just like my smoke detector, it brightens up, and light come out of it. Huh. Huh. I try to take a picture of that too. I said nobody would believe that the smoke detector can. Huh? I think you should take it off the wall and break it open. I can't see what's in there. Yeah, you you can get a big fine if you in somebody else's apartment. Mm Mm-hmm. You can get a big fine tampering with the um, smoke detector. Oh, not there is yours. Oh, you mean? Yeah, they, 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 they Yeah. 
Yeah, I had when I owned my house, I could do that. I lost yes. my house with the stalking and stuff. Oh, jeez, I'm sorry. So now I'm in a, somebody else's apartment. I can't mess with that. I'm too short to no. even get up there if I could try. Yeah, no. yeah but it, it can lighten up in the middle of the night, about 3 o'clock, 2.30 in the morning or whatever. It can, like a power surge, the, the, the smoke detector lights light up. You can see the lights coming up, some type of brightness up, coming out of the smoke detector. Enough to be a night light. And, and the little light. Yeah. So, and the little light that has those, like they were saying, don't use those bulbs. No, because they be, they, mine should, will brighten up a power surge if something happens. And you can see, and if, and it lightens, the light bulb lights up, even though the lamp's off. And the smoke detector lights up. Hmm. Like a, um, like I say, it, it's, my room can get so bright that it looks like I have a nightlight in here. I said, nobody really would believe what I'm seeing. So I took a picture of it, but it, with the flash, it makes it come out like it's daylight. Huh. <laughs> so that didn't work. I'm not a great photographer either. Yeah. I just do as much as I can. You know, hope it turns out with some evidence. Well, I took a picture. I have evidence of my foot. That's the only thing I ended up taking a picture of. Hmm. But I can. I, I'll keep trying. I'll get some evidence eventually. Yeah. I'm and taking her- pictures of my perp's car. Good. Everybody that I run outside, take a picture of their license tag. That's something. That's a start for me. Just take I, well, I know their cars, huh? I was going to say my my throat was my mouth was too too dry to even talk on my call earlier. I know, and that's not well, like you. Well, no, it's not. I'm usually talk, um, but I couldn't very much. And now that now that my call is over, now all of a sudden apparently they're going to lighten up on me and not not bother me so much because now I can talk. Oh, you said that your throat gets like you're choking. I have that too. It, it, I have the, that's the thyroid swelling up. I think. You know, I mean, my mouth real dry. Just my mouth. Oh. No moisture. Oh, I thought you. That's what you get choking. Somebody will say they get choking since they feel like they're choking no. sometimes. Oh, I, I get that, my. Oh, okay. Well, just keep drinking water so it can keep it dry, keep it moist. I'm going to go back into the woodwork. Excuse me? I said I'm going back into the woodwork. Okay. Have fun. Okay. <laughs> okay, you too, baby. Nice how you do. Paula, are you still there? Maybe not. Hmm. Well, there's, there's Ryan. Is that Ryan? Huh? Huh? Hello? Linda? Linda, can you hear me? Yeah, who's this? It's Paula. Oh, there you are, Paula. <laughs> yeah, 
I don't know no. what that noise. What that noise was? Did you hear some noise? I, I heard it. It sounds like wind, but that's yeah. what happens. You know. Uh, yeah, I had muted. I had muted myself. That is thoughtful. Is anybody well, on the call? Yeah, Ryan. You, me, you. No, there is. Um, there and are Brenda? about twelve uh, uh, people with on phones and a few guests and about eight other people. So not too many, but, you know. Yeah, did somebody say Linda? Hello? No, I said Brenda. Brenda, okay. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Hmm. Um, yeah, there are, there are talkative people here, too. I think the calls are beginning to wear down a little, you know. That's for getting hit so hard. Oh, why? Well, I don't know. Mm. People are kind of losing energy, I think. Or, you know, wondering yeah. what can be done. Maybe, you know, like maybe yeah. what they can't, that kind of thing. You said it's 12 people on the call? About. Probably more than uh. that. There, I'm sorry, I was wrong. There's 24 people on the call. Obviously, none of them are very talkative. <laughs> Nobody. Oh, I'd like to talk, pick pick back up on them drones. Uh, I was just over on Twitter a while ago, and there's some stories coming out about the, the drones and Google, how you know Google sounds so innocent, but it's Pentagon and DARPA and Department of Defense and their uh, and the tech. The techs are uh, have picked up on it, and they're protesting against uh, the AI and um, drone. Pro- yes, they're they're yeah. pissed off. They're trying. They don't want. There, there's 16 callers total, and there's some in the chat too. I'm eating, uh, by the way. That's all right. Um, well, there are some guests, and then there are no. There's more than that. There's 22. I don't know who that was. Was that you? Ryan, there's more than that, honey. Yeah, I was just letting people know that there was like 16 people on the call, 16 callers. And then the rest of guests and other people, just names there? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, Go ahead, Huggy. I didn't mean to step on you. I just wanted to get that out. Oh, go ahead. Everybody else does. <laughs> it's not funny. Uh, uh, you know, you laugh or cry. Um, I, I heard the one lady on Linda's call, they were talking about the drones. And uh, I've had drones on me since, uh, that I'm aware of, since 2008. But in 2006, I was pointing up and telling my neighbors, I'm telling you, I got these lights over me. And uh, they, I was being, being chased down. I went down into Tennessee where... My family on my father's side was, and I mean, I was standing there at my seventh great grandfather's graves, and it's historic. He was a Revolutionary War hero, and uh, under uh, George Washington and Brandywine twice, 
And, uh, I mean, I got people, I didn't understand what it meant, gang stalking yet. I mean, I just felt like I was the boring identity. It was horrible. And uh, by the time they chased me out of my home, I mean, and chased me out. I mean, they were surrounding me and everything else. And uh, I got down to another state. I was all alone. And now it just went from bad to way worse. They were zooming in and out of my driveway all hours of the night. Uh, shooting, I had planes swooping over, neighbors were participating, and so I had a big dog I got from uh, Fort Bragg, he was big, he was a big guy, 135 pounder, and he was my, my you know, like my right hand, and so I, without knowing anybody, anything about anyone else, I, I and I hadn't been on the internet, I had never been on Facebook, never heard of Twitter, none of that, I got my dog and my camera and I started, you know, going out and filming them. I had cameras all in my windows, uh, um, you know, and I didn't, I felt like I had been lifted up. I felt like I went to sleep and woke up and I was in another world, you know, and the whole world literally was against me. And I see these lights in the sky and I didn't know they were drones. And they, they were, it was like they had a mind of their own. I'll never forget it. And they were coming at me. And uh, I just seen them the other week doing that to me when I was out in my yard at night looking for my dog. Same thing. Matter of fact, these two lights up there, it's like they took a double take. Oh, there she is. And started coming at me. Uh, And and, uh, by the time I got left there and got to Florida, uh, I called back up to North Carolina, spoke with the sheriff. And now this is in the middle of the country, you know, like, very small towns, you know. And uh, he said right away, he didn't miss a beat. He said, "Hun, you got drones on you. Wow. And, I mean, he meant it. And it just, I didn't know what to say. You know, I had to register him telling me that. And that's when I found out through Darling or Miles and others that uh, we had, they had released. Not that they're going to, that they had released over 30,000 more drones over our skies. Now, going back in time, I'll never forget sitting in front of my computer waiting to go into court for justice. And I decided to take a break from college and that. I was overwhelmed. And I thought, you know, I never took a break, so I'm taking a break first time. And I had that MSN, that instant messaging. I had just downloaded it and put it on my computer. And I first time ever communicated with a guy out at college and a gal down the road that I knew, her and her husband. Oh, it was the neatest thing. Well, next, so I'm sitting there that evening, I just on the couch, and a laptop, and I'm wireless, so you know. And a, and a two unknowns come over my internet and ask me, what do you think of 9-11? And threw that question into Google in, in my web browser. And from that point on, you know, I... I mean, from that moment on, all my life was destroyed from that moment when vehicles would zoom by me. And, you know, how you just knew it was on you. It's just strange. And um, destroyed all my chances for justice, you know. And, of course, I became a target immediately. And they wanted to get me out of state so then they could come after me more, you know. And it just angers me that now I see you know, the techs have gotten wind of it. It's when veterans today, 
and they are talking about it, you know, finally. But I just feel like they should have done it sooner. Yeah. Well, we can't we can't do that. You know, we can't do anything about something we don't know, don't understand yet. You know. That's true. That's true. I've been reading over tonight. Finally, they're coming forward. And I'm understanding that, you know, the whole Internet and Google from day one has been Pentagram, Pentagon. The whole time we've been, you know, on the Internet with Google, you know, the great search engine. And the reality was they were training the AI to um, warfare, cyber warfare. Yeah, it was a predictive programming surveillance. You know, so I I just feel like we've been. It's a hard thing. How do you get over feeling like you've been used and exploited? Yeah, all the every which way you look. Yeah. And 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 those that are behind the scenes. I mean, I look at them. You know, they they've lost touch completely with people, human. You know, the the feelings of a human being getting shot at with this. You know, and their lives being chased out. And it just, I, you know, Neil even said, I need to take a hammer and go find a tree. You know, and. Get the hell out of it. I, I, I drove from Florida all the way back up to Maryland several times. Uh, you know, I packed the car with the dog and the cats and everything else. And I'm being chased down everywhere with these things. They were, they, they were going over people's rooftops almost after me. And I mean, from all the way up 95 north, all the way. I got drones chasing me down, you know, all the way. It's just, you know, and and you're getting beam weapons on you, you know. And it's just. (laughs) Yep. You know, it's just, it's inhumane, to say the least. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah, and then and you got cops on you and everything else, and and of course, what do you do? You jump on the internet, the information highway, hoping to find my God, you know, climb up and find out what in the name of God's going on, and you know, and but you know, you you read all everything going on, and it's just, and and I mean, on Twitter, there's so many TIs on there, and it's pitiful what they're going. I mean, pitiful. Like, it's it's just very ugly. It's just ugly. It is, and, and you know. So I got on Facebook, and there's lots of TIs on there, and the stories and what they go through is, and how many of them have died or killed themselves, and you know, and it's just sad. This is. Uh, I studied revel. Yeah, I studied revelations. Um, pretty. I was going to be a theologian several times that I. Uh, just didn't get an opportunity to, and uh, you know, I I'm, I understand that that's what they're doing, you know, at, it, it, at a certain base level, let's say. And, and if that be the case, I mean, they've done a really stinking lousy job, you know. It's been extremely disappointing, to say the least, you know. But I think people have lost touch behind the scenes uh, when you're behind a computer and you can hit a, you know. Program oh. something to yeah, do. That's yeah, there's no touch with human. You know, right? How, right? How would they feel? You know, yeah. but uh, there, there's this one guy named Paul. Unmuted. 
there's a guy named Og Therese, and he's done his best to get the word out. He was in the military underground, and he came up. They grabbed him as a, a little boy, took him down there. And, and um, he says that they are all brainwashed down there to think they're better than us, all of them. So that's pretty apparent. But, I mean, how much better, you know, can you think you are to do this to others? And that, that's, you know, we're, we're defenseless civilians. Yep. And then we find ourselves having, you know, we're sick. Are we going to get thrown into a a mental ward? Are they going to, you know, and while we're getting shot at everywhere, we've got nobody to tell? Nobody other than each other. Who are we going to oh, tell? Thank God. thank God we have each other, you know? Yeah. And then you see, well, you know, they've been uh, doing, um, you know, they've been experimenting on people. That That's a, I don't want to hear that. You know what I mean? Number on me tonight, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's got to be a lot of it's got to be experimentation. There's no other. Oh, there. there's, there's no other explanation for a great deal of it, you know. Well, there's so much uh, mind tech going on. You know, people go into alters. Uh, they can hit your brain in a certain way with all the synthetic in this as well that just hitting the neurons a certain way they can make you feel like you're you know they're the demons or this or that you know i mean you just keep on going and you and i've been there i mean i have had my moments but it takes years and as i come out of the psychotronics which you know we're all fighting this synthetic infection as well um and with signals hitting us and everything else it just you realize the reality of it is that that's what they're doing. It, it, you know, Robert Duncan is right. He says it's they're testing weapons and technology on us, and, and doing brain research and everything else. So it, it just, uh, a matter of fact, I sit here some nights and I think, you know, there's a laundry list of research I see they're doing. You know, while they're hitting the heart or whatever, they're, you know, anxiety. You know, uh, post-traumatic stress syndrome, uh, psych, psych, uh, most, I'll tell you, over in the torture prisons, and they have Americans think that it's okay to torture enemies. Yeah. Well, most of them are farmers, because I looked into that, because I lived by the CIA torture renditioners, and they are evil. They can't torture them enough. they got to torture them in the taxis. They're called torture taxis. So they got to torture them in the cab. While they're getting them to the airport, torture them in the plane, and then get them overseas where they can even torture them more illegally. And who's sitting there? They got hoods over them. They can't even starve themselves to get out of that hellhole with orange jumpsuits on under cages, and big German shepherds on them, and guns, and yeah. these no-good, you-know-what, bastards, excuse my language. And... What what's at the end of the day? There's a shrink sitting there with a clipboard, a CIA shrink. Oh. That's what it's for. That's crazy. You know, I, I mean, what more? Do... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and then so I'm like, well, I'm, you know, what what the hell do they want out of that? And, and then the, the answer, the only thing I can find on the internet, which I don't believe because they're they're not going to put the truth out there, is that they're no. doing that to from better spying. From better what? So they can spy better. Oh, yeah, yeah. Pretty tell. I mean, you know, 
It's just, I'm just, I'm angry. Our lives yeah. better. Yeah, yeah. We're not supposed to be treated this way. This is not how mankind was. We were, you know, and this is not what our Constitution provides. No, you know, no. So we have, and, you know, freedom. And, and, and obviously, as they're yeah. doing this to us, they're destroying our country all around us. You know, they're, we're broken. You know, they took all the jobs off offshore, and it's not good, you know, and yeah, you know, that plug's gonna. Yeah, you know, something's gonna give. Yep. We're broke. There is no money in the Federal Reserve, and, and it's I not know. even there. Nothing. No, it's well. There, well, yeah. even if there was some, they've 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 admitted that they can't find eleven uh, trillion dollars. You know, it's a lot of money. I, I just I just read it. It's over sixteen trillion. Over sixteen now. Uh, yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Oh, uh, again, yeah, you wonder how much really is going. Yeah. Well, obviously, if they can't find $16 trillion and the Pentagon can't find $8 trillion, um, my God, you know, well, is there any wonder in debt? Well, you know, Rothschild and Ammonic, so... It's it's offshore private. Even our taxes, IRS, is offshore. Oh, you know, I've watched some of the so-called Senate hearings on, you know, where's the huh. money? Well, you know, it, yeah. it's, oh. all we have to do is look at Rothschild and them. Um, there was a there was a hearing to question the the head of the um the national. What did you just call it? The reserve. Um. And 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 when Alan Grayson, who I think is just great, said, well, "Okay, so you know, where's the money?" She said, "Well, I, I don't have that information with me." So you came here to answer questions about the money that's missing, and you don't have it with you. Yes, sir, that's right. They're not just not going to answer. It's crazy. Yeah, you know? it's all gone. I mean, we had to watch. You know, remember Greenspan, and uh, his wife was even on. MSNBC, and now we got Brennan on MSNBC, and you know, and I mean, we were, you know, it's obvious they have been they've been running Hollywood on as propaganda, and they own our media. So how long have we been being lied to? You know, the Pony Show, I call it. I don't watch TV. I don't have it anymore. The hell with it. Good thinking. I refuse. You know, I found that the military was running uh, all the satellite companies, you know, and boy, does it just get any deeper, you know, and then they run the Internet, and they started the Internet, and I'm one of the ones wet behind the ears I used to be. I thought thought Al Gore started it. (laughs) You thought what? I I actually thought Al Gore started the Internet. (laughs) (laughs) I did. How did I? I'd be happier. You know, yeah. if he did, yeah, no. I don't think he would have let this happen. You know? I don't think so either. Um, I think he was put into a precarious position when he left and went overseas for a break and came back and his hair, you know, he had the beard and he looked rugged, ragged. And then there was something where he was sitting behind Bush and then I don't know if it was a funeral or what it was. And he had this look about him looking at them from behind like he hated them. And he was letting the world know what he, how he, he was in some, you know, who knows? They might have blackmailed him. God only knows. 
No. They might have what? They might have blackmail. Black- there was a lot oh. of blackmail going on. A lot. Oh, sure there is just tons of it in, in every yeah. every section. Got to be mm-hmm. huge blackmail. There's too much money floating around. Uh, but just yeah, it's just ama- sadly uh, very uh, poignantly sad to hear other women talk about these drones chasing them down, like on your call earlier. And I put your link over there with Ed Snowden, so you know I'm one of his gang group to listen to that. You know, midway through, I could hear all the women talking about the drones, and I mean, I, I'm there. You know, I've been there, and how they said that you know they went some years alone with it. So did I. And, and this is just, uh, I feel like I've been crucified. Well, they sure do their best to make us feel like we're dead. Yeah. Oh, last night it was so bad I had to turn all my electric off in the kitchen. Yeah. Oh, it was bad. Right up until this morning it was so bad. Hmm. When, you, know, you, when, you get, what, what, when you get hit, is it like the hmm. tinnitus? What, what do they get you with? No, everything. Um... Yeah. I get, you know, like shot, uh, heart, really yeah. sharp hits, and then sometimes I'll sit here and I'll get my knees. It's like they're taking a machine gun to me. My knees. Uh, oh man. It's just you know everything, every appliance, every outlet. I'm getting attacked, and uh, it's just demonic as well, in my opinion. Very wow. demonic. They got my refrigerator, boy. I don't know what's going on with that, but it, it does weird things. I can't remember what they are right now, but it's starting to do weird things. So is my washing machine again. You know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, you got to, if you can cut some of it off at the box temporarily, you ought to do it. It helps. Yeah. You'll get a relief. My problem is, for some reason, the the doorbell camera is connected to my kitchen wiring. Why that is, I have no idea. So when I turn the kitchen wiring off, the, you know, doorbell no longer photographs anything, um, as if it ever did, but it's worse now. I I don't know about you, but when I, you know, I can, at times, you know, these, I I can barely walk, so I'll play Dave's CD. And that you got to play it quite a long time, but it will help. Does that help your ambulatory? Does it help you walk? Yes. That's interesting. Okay. Well, um, I'm pretty sure that uh, the brain—they're uh, hitting into our brain. Right. Neuro, remote neuro, and uh, that has every. I think the pain sensors are in the brain. Yes. And the mobility. So the longer you play Dave CD, you will come off of that, and a major noticeable difference in your your um, hmm. you know your yeah. walking ability. It'll be much better. Um, well, I've been really dizzy and, and off center lately when well, I'm walking. I went through that. that. Huh? I went through the same thing. Did you? And I'll get hit so hard when I'm out that uh, I have to go into a store and get, like, my dog or cat's food or whatever. And I feel so not here, you know. Yeah. I, I'm very yeah. happier feeling. Well, when they hit you with those beam weapons, I'm adamant that we're getting the chemtrails. And so that synthetic biotech that's up there, it's a very synthetic sky. 
you know. Very crazy. That's as crazy as it gets. You know, and the signals. Yeah, that's the craziest. Linda, can I say something? Sure. Uh, not my call. Well, I want to ask you a question. Um, <laughs> what You said you're having a hard time walking. Yeah. Do you think it's like permanent by now, or do you think no. that it comes and goes? It, it comes came, and goes? Well, it just came about a week and a half ago. All of a sudden, I noticed I was unstable, you know? Yeah. Uh, where is yeah. It, well, I won't ask you real personal stuff, but uh, I noticed that they've been aiming at uh, certain parts of my body, and I've been having a really hard time uh, walking without pain and getting up without pain and like that. And I took this. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I took this little piece of uh, reflectives, I guess you call it. It's like those sun visors that I talk about, the waffled right. sun visors. Right. And uh, I cut a, I already had a piece cut out and I just stuck it in the area where they were um, immobilizing me and it worked. Oh, wow. Thank you. Yeah. So you might try that. I, I've been using um, a magnet for a long time. Um, and that seems to have helped. I'm not sure it is anymore. But thank you mm-hmm. for that. I will You're definitely welcome. try that. I appreciate that. <laughs> wow. We should just make pajamas out of reflectic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, can you imagine anybody who's not a TI watching us get ready for bed? You know, I mean, it's ridiculous. You know, we've got... Well, you know, it's not even getting ready for bed for me. I'm getting on to more, like, I'll gather up the stuff I need and take it with me just in case. But it used to be, oh, I have to get up and get this and get and then go back to bed. And then get up and get this. And, you know, it it is just horrendous. I, I wish I had your neck to squeeze. Yeah. I love hearing you. I'm sitting here fashioning some of my night gear for uh, with reflections. <laughs> tell us, please tell us. <laughs> it's a nice right. blue hat for evening evening wear and overnight, whatever. Yeah. I like reflections too, I think it's a good thing. Only I like to put duct tape on the side that faces me because it keeps it from being shiny. And I think that, you know, helps a little bit. Hmm. Okay. I'm going to... I have I have a bunch of it in the garage. I think I'll cut a piece out and use it. Yeah. Yeah, you said you had a bunch of it. So. Yeah, I do. Boy. Huh. I'm prepared for anything. I'm going to give me... I was watching this little boy on YouTube. He's in, uh, he's in some... Walmart in Illinois, and he's juggling just like Hank Williams. <laughs> it's so cute. Eleven-year-old boys. <laughs> I'd like to share something real quick. Um, you know, they were talking about. I won't go into the subject, but they were talking about a subject the other night. And then right after, they started, like, really zeroing in on that area of of me. 
uh-huh. and uh, like they've never done before. Mm-hmm. And um, so, you know, there's certain calls that I would like to go to that I've got none of that going on with me, but I'm not going to go to those calls. I think you're right. You, no, you yeah. I'm sorry, I must have missed something. You're not going to go to the call. Oh, the calls that when you go to those calls, they do that to you, you mean? Yeah, yeah. Like a lot of times, um, I'll reveal something on the call. Ooh, what is that? Some kind of light going back and forth up there. Uh, yeah, I'll reveal something on the call, and and then pretty soon before I know it, they're uh, probing, pricking, whatever me, and uh-huh. and then in this case, it was. Um, let's see. Somebody was talking about. Uh, a certain situation that was going on with them and a lot of us actually and uh, and I had been having trouble with it but boy all of a sudden it was like they just really um, went crazy with hurt and pain and 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 doing it to me it, yeah we're dealing with children these are Pardon very me? amateur people and I, I believe they listen and they think oh good we haven't done that to her for a while, so we'll just do that, you know. And I yeah. think I think when we hear people specify exactly what's going on with them, I think they like that, and we suffer for it. Yeah. So well, I'm not sure. You know, you go to a different state or a different area in the state or another state, and uh, you're going through this, that, and the other thing, and then you go somewhere else. I don't think that those records travel with you, do you? So if you're talking on the phone and saying what's going on with you, then, oh, I didn't know that. Oh, well, we'll go there and we'll embellish that. No, I think that the contractors, they're in competition. There's competition. So if one contractor on one side of the country is doing something to one TI who describes it perfectly, technology and everything, then the TI, then the uh, perpetrators on the other side of the country say, okay, we've got to try that. We can do it better than they can. So then the TI gets hurt. Right. So do you think that, that we have, like, records that go to another person in another place? Uh, of what they They're contractors. So they're sharing what they do to, with each other? Not unless they're in cahoots with each other, because most of them are in competition. Okay. I hadn't thought of that exactly. But one thing I do know is there's a whole bunch of networking people that are looking at us as naked women, and I guess that's where the um, uh, human trafficking comes in. What a bunch of friggin' perverts. Yeah. Yeah. That part of it could be. I can just see their old fat stomachs hanging out, drooling all down their front. You know, you can't get a woman of their own, so they have to spend 24-7 in shifts looking at us and probing and picking at us. And what a bunch of sickos. Yep. I was just thinking, insanity really is the the problem. It's a great part. Late on us, you know. Goes in the other direction. Yeah. 
Well, I just keep telling him, man, read the Bible. Find out what you're in for because it's so true. It is so true. And we will we will see it all come out, every bit of it. They're going to kill each other off, you know, and then God's going to finish the rest of them off. That's that's what the Bible's telling me. Yeah. Well, that's good to know. Seriously. Not going to be long either. It'd be great if we could have a, a reliable source. I guess the Bible is a pretty big reliable source, you know. Oh, well, well, what other book is yeah. ever? Whatever book, what other book is ever? Uh, you know, it, it, I heard on Christian radio today that it's the faith, Christian faith, is growing and growing and growing. And in America, it's not growing as much as in China and other um, places like that. And a lot of these churches, like even in North Korea, are under underground underground churches, and they yeah. are existing and they are growing. And uh, pardon me, I said even Iran, places where you wouldn't expect it. It's fascinating that actually that's what they say though, is that that that's the way the Christian church has grown under persecution every time. And, yeah, it uh, grows stronger. It grows more. Yeah. It's not a myth. It's not a little story that's passed down <laughs> over 2,000 years. No, I don't think so. Although although the worldly um, belief system with all their technology and everything is trying to make it out like it's just another... Alice in Wonderland plot. Uh, no, it's it's not. If you study the Eastern religions, if you study from the very roots of the beginning, if you study the archaeology and geology and all of it, uh, even to the atomic neuro- neurons, uh, all of it, if you study all that, then it all starts making sense. But then, you know, he says even a little child can understand it. Yeah. Oh yeah. So I guess I guess that other what I said is for the ones that are all puffed up and think that they're slick hip and cool, and they've got something way better than you know. No. I understand the number one reason that people don't accept God is because they still somehow deep inside they want to be God themselves. That's it. Control. Will not bow if down. If you go to a twelve step program, program, that's one of the first things you learn about is the control. Yeah, we all want to be in control. Generally, and we, we have to do it really well. <laughs> situation in the world, then we don't do it very well. I understand too, and, and many people are saying that it's Christians that are coming under persecution. Us, even in this country, and almost especially in this country, around the world anyway. I mean, you can get beheaded for being a Christian in some parts of the Middle East, but here I think it's a, it's, it's a thing that's moving right now, a philosophy against Christians, and uh, especially white Christians, especially white Christian men. I mean, it's just... Uh, 
it's going, I believe, in a very dangerous direction. But I still believe that God will take his people out uh, pretty quickly, pretty soon. I can't imagine him waiting around too much longer. I don't know about all that, but um, I do I do think that um, men are totally being feminized. And, um, you know, I've heard from the pulpit preachers, wonderful preachers, scolding the men in the congregation because they're not, you know, doing their part. They're not standing up. They're not taking, they're not taking their role. And, yeah. um, uh, you know, the world is, I, there were these pastors that went to this great big, um, uh, conference and it was a worldwide conference. They had it once a year and the Christian men, the Christian pastors walked away with saying that they were all about Mother Earth, feminizing everything, uh, mm-hmm. and 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 you know this is all part of taking the role away from the man and his responsibility as a man. Um, um, oh gee, I've got so much to say, but. After three glasses of wine, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes it it sounds different when it comes out when you've had a little wine. Yeah, well, I feel I feel strong tonight because I not I haven't been killed. <laughs> Last night I wasn't killed. But, yeah. <laughs> so I feel boy, you should have seen me today. I was walking around like my old self, just. Into everything, doing everything, couldn't get to everything quick enough, you know. And then, well, so that was wonderful. But um, there was a point that I really wanted to make, and I'm trying to think what it was. Um, it's, gee. I don't know what it was, so I'm going to have to, like, pull back. <laughs> something that the, at the conference they were talking about men, uh, ministers? Well, yeah. yeah, I mean, that's that's a true, that's a true thing. Uh, somebody said that, what did they call him? A, he wasn't a gay guy. They aren't gay men. They aren't uh, heterosexual. Well, they are heterosexual. But they called them. Um, I can't keep up with the names. Yeah, there was some uh, like like really cool name that they give them now when they're met, metro metro men or something. I don't know. Sexually metro sexual. What does that mean? You're gonna. Jump on the train and do it, or what? I don't know. <laughs> That's crazy. No, That's cool. It's gone haywire. Everything's gone haywire. I I can't go there too much out of respect for um, where people are, you know. But uh, but this is all according to Donna. Okay, this is. I had three sons, and I had four grandsons and one granddaughter. And 
I was very thankful that they all came out just knowing who they are and what they were. Um, and because I've worked around, I've worked around homosexuals, and I will say this in love, okay? And uh, they're creative, wonderful, awesome yeah. personality yeah. people, but they have such incredible, emotionally painful lives. And I've seen it over and over. And the outcome of them I've seen over the years has not been good. Um, I pray for them. I do. And, you know, I look at me, it's just like this program. Uh, a lot of people don't want to believe Christianity, but I'm I'm telling you, it's tried and true over and over and over and over. Oh, and. Everything else you can pick and choose, and in, in, even in Christianity, whatever you want it to come out, but to really lay down your own life and start trying to follow the truth, you become the truth. And it may not happen just like all at once, but you do start becoming the truth. And people can see that. And uh, that's this program is like, taken my witness and just stomped on it and uh, it keeps me it keeps my credibility at bay you talk though when you talk like this you're you're expressing yourself and you're you're expressing his truth and I think instead of stomping on you you're witnessing I don't know who's listening I am you know and and I think that's important thank you I appreciate that I'm sorry, um, to listening. I had two businesses. I used to call it Church in My Chair. I had people coming from all over the place, Washington, different states. It, it, you know, people tell people, and maybe I'd done them in the past, they come back. And I used to call it Church in My Chair. And, oh, man, that used to irritate people around me. You know, other stylists and their clients and everything. They're over there talking about who they slept with last night and blah, 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 blah. And, you know, it's, um, I definitely have not lived um, a perfect life. No way. And I feel that this has been on my tail since I probably was born. I'm really guessing that way. Uh, I think I'm a MK Ultra baby. And I've I've laid in bed and cried at night. Lord, why, why, why? And, and lately, you know, since I've been studying, listening, and, and thinking about my experiences, I can see so many reasons uh, why certain things happened, um, how they happened, and all that. It, it's uh, it's mind-blowing, just mind-blowing. Um, I don't believe that everything we learned growing up was wrong. No, I don't believe that, but I believe a lot of it was. And you know, I don't know. It, it's your turn. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I think um, I think it's possible that some things were uh, wrong. For for example, I grew up in the Deep South, or I started off. I grew up there. I started off there, and uh, but I went to Sunday school 
and I learned how Jesus loves all the little children, whatever color they are or anything. And then I would go to the, um, you know, to town, and I would realize that everybody, black people were over there, white people were over there. And I thought, it just didn't reconcile. You know, so some things that a culture teaches you, but if you go to Sunday school, they teach you what God tells us. And I am so grateful that my parents took me to Sunday school. That is, uh, it's because I was in this teeny tiny little uh, town just east of the Mississippi River, and it was it was it was definitely a segregated. The whole place was very segregated because it was ninety percent African American people and about ten percent Caucasian people, and naturally the Caucasian people were kind of worried about the fact that the uh, African American people might overpower them one day. They did way back in the, you know, 19th century. Somebody did. Nate, somebody did it. So I guess um, there was a tension there. But at the same time, I got to learn what the South was all about or what that culture was all about. So I can understand that, you know, Atticus Finch and the Mocking Killer Mockingbird, I understand that he was not a perfect person, although Hollywood tried to make him one. The real person was a mixture. They all were. My daddy was. You know, he he grew up in the culture, and he wasn't taken to Sunday school like I was. So there are things that I think we we pick up along the way that really are wrong. Um, but basically, I believe we had a much better culture 40 years ago than we've got now. I think we're going he to... He was way it. more innocent. Way more innocent. I'm sorry. I think it was way more innocent. It was. People were people were different. We've got ugh, and we've got um principles don't have any foundation. People just make up a new principle as they go along. It's like the sex thing. You can be anything these days. That's not yeah, a but you know, to be against well, it. it's in the Bible. You know, this is all being uh, I listen to a lot of Christian radio, uh-huh. and this is all be, being uh, shoved at our kids um, about oh. uh, um, oh. white supremacist. What do you call these people? Uh, supremacist, just supremacist, and um, that this is what they're teaching in the schools. I talked to one young mother when I was in Sonora. And she told me that um, she could not enter the classroom of her child, her young little child, and go, you know, I used to go in there and sit with my kids and listen and help or whatever. She couldn't even go past the door. And I'm going, wow, really? Why? Yeah, and, and, uh, and I've heard that, you know, they have... Uh, certain classrooms that the children are having to get on their hands and knees and worship Allah. Yeah, uh-huh. in American classrooms. Um, and that they're teaching about supremacy big time. And that all goes into the perping and the stalking and the the bad guys and the good guys and... Uh-huh. It's like they don't know who to stand up for exactly. It's 
Yeah. I want to say so much more. It's just not coming to my to my forefront right now. But uh, they're learning it in school. They're learning about. Let's see. What was that one bizarre thing I just heard lately? Well, you know, they're trying to say. In fact, they're trying to legalize. It's okay to be a girl when you're a boy or a boy when you're a girl. Uh, Right. Yeah, legalize all this kind of stuff. And they're teaching all these things in some schools across America. This is Planned Parenthood. I've just heard this too. Planned Parenthood has a program, and they will go into an elementary school, and they're supposed to be teaching uh, against bullying, which would be good. But primarily, it's a sex education thing. And bullying, they, they want people to accept all these different LGBTQ, RSTUV, you know, um, segments of whatever somebody decides they want to do with their sex. And they will actually tell children how people perform abnormal sex. Now, I don't know whether I can say it on the anal sex. They tell them how anal sex is performed at a time when they shouldn't even be thinking about regular sex. It just, I I, I don't know. And I'm glad I'm not in the elementary schools anymore. I was a teacher. This just makes me downright nauseous. Um, They talk about sadomasochism. I'm sorry. Planned Parenthood should be outlawed from the entire world. And I wish something would happen soon to do that. I have more hope than I've ever had, but hopefully that will be out. Our children well, they were talking. They were talking about uh, that that they're even going past that. That yeah, it's it, it's America. That's what's so frightening, and it's all in the name of tolerance. <laughs> Did you get cut off? You Donna? You there? Donna? Wow, she just did a good thing for homeschooling. Even though they want to outlaw that too. <laughs> I know. Well, what about the Donna? Did she just disappear? I don't know. I think she's the call. Like she got cut off or something. And I know that there's been problems with the call. Like you got to try a few, three, four times, five times, and they don't leave back in. So. Okay. Well, bless her heart. Yeah, she's doing a good ad for that. Oh, I'm, I, the longer I'm here, the more <laughs> I am so glad that I never had kids. Oh, me too. You know, and I, and I worry about the... I do have young relatives, you know, and I think, what kind of world are they going to be in? It's just so different. So, bad enough, I, I got to worry about my pets. 
I would hate to have a kid that I'd have to worry about, too, you know? Yeah, right. This is just one messed up place. It's like, remember? Uh, Alice Cooper, welcome to my nightmare. (laughs) I didn't see. I'm not a big fan of Alice Cooper, so I don't remember. I was a little bit late earlier. I was earlier. That's what it was. I was more at the times of the Rolling Stones and the Beatles and all those guys. (laughs) Okay. But all I can think of is play. Yeah, we woke up in a nightmare. Mm-hmm. And yep. it stayed, it didn't go away. I keep hoping to wake up and have it be not like this, but I guess that ain't going to happen for a while. No, it's a real thing. What is it Dr. Duncan said? He's talking to somebody. And he lives in a, uh, you know, a dual universe or something. It's like... Because, you know, I, I like to be around regular people doing regular things uh, as much as I can. And I don't push this on them because they can't comprehend it anyway. And then True. I they usually give you some kind of blank look and you're like, as soon as that look crosses their face, it's like, okay, never mind. We won't go there. You don't want to wake up from from your sleep. <laughs> yeah. But they're living life the way I should be living life, and you should be living life. So I'm, I'm still, I'm in as much of that world as I can stay in, because I think uh, that world is fading away, unfortunately. Well, yeah, with all the shit that they're spraying around, you know, they're zombifying everything, yeah. zombifying it and killing it, you know. Yeah. Yep. I mean, that's my layman's terms for it. Basically, yeah, zombify it and kill it. And that's exactly what they're doing, just like the Agenda 21 that our wonderful, corrupt government and politicians and whatever else decided to get mm-hmm. suckered into. And then, and they use us for experiments, and it's like, yeah, okay, that goes against everything you people are supposed to be standing for. Just mm-hmm. right. for it. Who knows? God can do anything he wants to do. If he wants the country to stick around for a while, he'll he'll, he'll take care of that. But frankly, I think he's going to say, okay, folks, time's up. <laughs> you did your best, and your best was the worst. But I don't know. It's um, It just doesn't look as good as I would like for it to. That's why I'm glad to be a believer. <laughs> yeah. Well, one thing I can say so far the deer and the other wildlife isn't, I mean, I, it's somewhat affected because I do think that's what the CWD and some of the stuff like that is, is uh-huh. they're spraying. Yeah. But. Our deer don't look too good either up here. Like they've got a mange or something that's different. You know, their, um, their coats are kind of bleached out uh, and it, it, it's not good. And the ratty looking, yeah, that's the CWD stuff. Was it really? Yeah. It's Did the you same. That? Yeah, it's like it's it's like mad cow disease. Only it's in deer. People can get it too, but they call oh. it something else, and I can't remember what they call it. Mm. But it's all the same thing. Mink get it, sheep get it, elk get it, 
you know. But they, in every species, they call it something different. But it's all the mm-hmm. same thing. It's some, from some kind of, I think they call them pyrons or something. Mm-hmm. But I, I really think it's the, the from the shit that they've been spraying. The chemtrails. Okay. Yeah. I don't know what out there. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Did you hear about the zombie raccoons? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> That's weird. Yeah, same kind of thing, you know? Is it really? Well, I'd say. It's some kind of disease. Yeah, and what 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 are they putting out there? Diseases, chemicals, frequencies. I mean, you know, it's all set for wrong purposes. Yeah. You know. I know it. I know it's going to come back, and he's going to be pissed. And he's going to strike everybody dead that was involved in this shit. Mm. Okay, some of the pilots ought to start whistleblowing. They have to know what's going on. I have I know a young man who just went off to join the Air Force. And I should have sat him down. I didn't know him very well. But I should have sat him down and talked to him to check it out and don't get involved if, you know, if he gets a hint of what's going on. Because those pilots have to know what they're spraying, or at least that they're spraying. It's complete denial, you know, that... Um, yeah, but a lot, see, that's where you run into the the zombified people and so on and so forth because a lot of them don't want to know. So, therefore, they are, okay, you have your pilot. They have the tanks loaded up in the planes. They don't check to see what is in the tanks. They just follow the instructions. Flip this switch when you get here. Yeah. No questions asked. Following orders, you know? Yeah. I mean... That's what they've done to people. And and the people that do question, they try to kill off one way or another, you know? Mm -hmm. Or make their life so miserable that they wish they were dead, you know? Yes, so. I keep hearing a funny sound. I wonder wonder if Donna was trying to get back on, but she just stopped all of a sudden. Yeah, I know she did. I hope she's not um, having trouble with her with her line there. Yeah. Oh, they do like to mess with phone lines, don't they, and everything else. Yeah, they do that. Because it frustrates us. And they, I really think somewhat of the system, of course it's my opinion only, but somewhat of the system feeds or energizes off of negativity. I mean, it can't be positive all the time, okay. But it does things to trigger negativity in certain individuals so that it can feed off of it or energize itself. You're right. I believe that. Cool. Who's this? This is Brenda again. Ah, I believe okay. that. I believe that so hard, wholeheartedly because... I've had certain nightmares or whatever, and and the pain and it, the screaming that I go, and I'm saying, something is doing this that's feeding off the energy, that negative energy is their food. 
I truly, truly believe it. I've died believing it. That whatever it is, we we used to be we're so we're supposed to have been workers or something for some reason or other in the hips. And now it's like they make us so miserable. And whatever entity it is, it's feeding off that negative entity to keep us always worked up, upset. For that, and it, this is a suffering planet. Everything on this planet suffers. We're suffering. The animals are suffering. And so all this suffering energy with the animals going through the slaughterhouse, they're trying to get off the truck and they're pulling them in it. And it seems that like everything is in pain. Where's all this pain going? Which it's got to be everything. Nature has fixed it so everything serves a purpose. So something is getting some type of benefit off of this misery and this suffering. I believe they're feeding on the energy, this energy. I don't know what it is, but it is doing it. Exactly. That's why they're so into the torture and stuff. Mm-hmm. Because it gives them more power. Uh-huh, they're feeding up. That's their food. Whatever it is, it's their food. And I've noticed sometimes when they're doing their stuff, and if you can laugh it off, I think it frustrates them, which uh-huh. is kind of cool. Yeah, because certain people on these calls always tell us, are telling us, don't react, don't react, stay calm, stay calm, stay calm. But that's what they're not telling us the rest of the story. Just stay calm and don't react that way and keep your blood pressure down. Right. But, they, but they're not telling us really why to understand. But we wouldn't understand it if they did tell us because they're feeding off. Something is feeding off the energy. And it might not be as human as you think it is. True. So it may not be. But then again, Can you I hear me? Ah, you're back. Yeah. Yeah, it's from New York. All yeah, right. it does that. I I think um, that if you are going through that, what you're talking about, um, if it's a normal person and maybe they're in a mood or whatever, they'll be glad that you just sort of um, make light of it, you know, if they're in a mood or whatever. But if they're like a, a bad person, I think that they do do what you're talking about. What do you think? I'm trying to understand. Say more about it, sis. Explain it more. Sounds good. I just got to wrap my whole head around well, it. It's just like if you're uh, interacting with a normal person and nobody's perfect in humanity, um, but say regular people in a regular uh, relational situation of any kind, uh, say you're having a bad day or you're in a mood or whatever, 
and and then that person like either becomes a victim or embellishes the whole thing or blows it out of proportion or okay. whatever. Maybe it's just I don't know. It, it's like I oh, say, yeah. we're, we're coming from humanity. We all have problems, um, but but these people that you know, that you know, that you know, and you don't really know them. <laughs> That's the crazy part. Yeah, you don't energy, really know them. <laughs> yeah, but that energy that you were talking about, where you said they can be in a bad mood, a good mood, or whatever, energy doesn't die. It just goes on. It just keeps moving. It just keeps moving. Whether we whether we react negative or react positively, that energy either way is going to keep moving somewhere. That's interesting. I'll have to think about that. Just like they said that water has a memory, that they did an experiment where um, they took big barrels of water, one barrel stayed in the outside of a church, in the, I guess the vestibule were outside, and one barrel of water was brought into the church close to where the minister prayed and people prayed and whatever over it for, I guess, a week or whatever. They took the water from that was prayed over and took it to the hospitals and to the veterinarian places and anointed people with it. And then they took the water that was left outside of the church and took that and gave it and took it to hospitals and veterinarians and stuff like that. And the people that got the the holy the blessed water recovered faster. And the people that didn't get the the blessed water, they had a hard day. It took them a very long time to recover. That's very interesting, and that just proves everything that um, certain people believe in prayer and um, and and why you know, everybody yeah, and why people why the Catholics that everybody gets the holy water, the blessed water, because the boys say water has a memory. People in life. Yes, I've read that before. That's really interesting. And how you can speak? They get it with rice too. They did it with rice, cooked, they cooked rice and put it in like three or four different jars. And the rice that they cooked, that they said, spoke nice to one bottle. They said, oh, you're beautiful. One rice said, another said, someone said something else, that I love you into the glass of rice that was cooked. And somebody else said, um, oh, you're ugly. And then someone else said to the rice in the jar, cooked rice, I hate you. And they did it three times a day for a week or so or a month. And the rice that they said that they spoke nice to was just like the rice it was the day that they brought it, put it in the dish and so forth. And the rice that was spoken negatively to and the one that said, I hate you, it would have turned all black and moldy and all stuff like that. But the rice that they spoke nice to stayed just like it did for 30 days. Like it was the day that they put it in, they did the same thing to um, water crystals and ice trays, and they spoke certain things four different ways. And you could see that the one, the rice, the ice that crystallized looked like beautiful snowflakes, and the ones that they cursed, the the snowflakes, the ice all 
crumpled up like something real creepy. That that was Where did you hear this? Uh, Google um, YouTube. On YouTube, it talks about rice has a memory, and it's got all these different scientific um, studies on um, how water has a memory. It's just like a human being. It's just like a human being. Hopefully. And it's a very interesting. It takes you about a week to um, study it. Look, very interesting. It's got the pictures. It's got all these scientists there, all these different schools and universities. It's very interesting. It's something that it's very it's interesting. It's very very it's informative because it's it's just, you take a different look in life once you once you read about it. But that's been going on now for about ten fifteen years, and they're really digging into it deeply now. That water has a memory, and and if people knew that water had a memory, they wouldn't be treating it as bad as they do. I think and, that every living creature, every living every living uh, creation uh, from God um, has he he has instilled the memory of its own kind into it. That's how we're able to when we when we go back home to Him. Our lives testify against us because the our blood is our blood is sacred, and what is blood in there is water. So our life does testify against us because it's in our water, it's in our blood, and that's the sacred part of life for us. It's real deep. Once you get in there, you realize that hey, it's it's a beautiful creation is a beautiful thing. And the more you understand. Yeah, I think that we learn about these things, but I don't think that we learn about it like on a real deep level, like you're talking about. Yeah. I have to do something to keep my sanity as a TI, so I just try to thirst out knowledge. But yeah, thirst on, thirst on some positive knowledge. Um, Always. Mm-hmm. But you I can't. Look up well, water has a memory. And you'll see that, that I, don't, I can't pronounce that Japanese scientist with the white hair, long white hair. He's, he's up there. He talks with that other guy, Tyson, that, 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 that um, guy that does astrology. He's always matching wits with him, too. But yeah, you'll know him when you see him. It's that um, that physicist, whatever. Yeah, it's good. Just look it up. You'll be you'll be very impressed. Water has a memory, and it's a lot of it's a lot of studies going on about it. I think that our culture um, is being taught. You know, a lot of positive thinking and that um, that counteracts the evil. If you just think positive thoughts versus negative thoughts, your evil thoughts, that that'll take care of it. And it, and it does go so far beyond all that. Um, I have a pastor that... Um, 
sends me things from Facebook, and and it just uh, I'm I'm so much into this program and and what people are going through in it, you know, like that. And he'll send me off things, and it's so encouraging, and it reminds me of the beauty of the world, and um, it just tells me that I need to keep it going. And what I think and do and say and 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 see and learn and you know because we can get so um, one sided maybe. Right, I because I try to learn, try to teach myself that it says that like in the Bible it says you have to keep we have to keep our thoughts and our mind on higher things. Yeah, I totally, yes, I totally agree with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, it's, and it's hard, you know, like from day to day, our experience is so different. I, At least for me, it is. I know. You've got to walk in the spirit and, and not um, give into the flesh. And this, this program works on the flesh. And I've yeah, learned. they're really conniving. They're they're so conniving. Talk about social engineering. I mean, what kind of social engineering is this? You'd think that social engineering would be building the country up rather than taking it down to the mud. Yeah, I know. You 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 think they'll be creating? You think they will be creating baby boomers? Instead, they're making everybody miserable and unhappy and agitated. No, because part of it is what the so-called elite have been planning for thousands of years, and it's like New World Order kind of thing, where they kill off like 85% of life on Earth, and they have what the, they have all the leftovers to themselves. And if you've read anything about yes, Agenda yes. 21 and New World Order and all that stuff. Well, do they realize who they're going to clean up? Who's going to clean up after them if they get rid of all the workers? That's what the robots are for. Oh. Oh, okay. I mean, they don't give us robots to help us clean the house, but they're going to have them. I mean, you know. I think it was McDonald's. I saw it on Facebook. They just fired a robot. Is that the one that wanted to get married and have a family? Oh gosh! I don't know. I just saw that first part. Oh no! I forgot where it was. It China? Was it China or was it um over there in Saudi Arabia? One of them had a, a robot. It was in the it was in the news, maybe it was in the last month. There was a robot. Well, anyway, she the robot wanted citizenship. It wanted um to have the right. Felt that it should have the right to get married. And have a family and enjoy a family just like humans. Well, they fired the robot. I don't know if they fired it or they put it over in the corner, but they told the robot he couldn't have it. The robot well, was. Arabia. It was. I thought it was Saudi Arabia that granted her this status of citizenship. Oh, oh, did it? I thought. Okay, so Saudi Arabia did do it. I thought they said no. So, so there's another country wanted one too, and it said. One of the countries said no about her. I I don't know. I just heard about Saudi Arabia. We gone crazy. The world's gone nuts. It's um, <laughs> and then and then the Pope 
just decided there's no hell. <laughs> yeah, robot wants to have citizen children want to get married. Now does that beat the band? Yeah, they need I'm glad I'm the first group to go out of here because when the robots start demanding <laughs> to get married, citizenship and have a family, maybe it's time for me to move to a different level. But this is that's ridiculous. That's really foolish. Robot wants to get married. Wants citizenship. You see what Saudi Arabia for the first time in 35 years is allowing a movie to be played? They're allowing a movie. They're letting movies come in there now. First time in 35 years. So the first movie that's going to be playing in Saudi Arabia is Black Panther. Thirty-five years. They kicked movies out thirty-five years ago. Where the movies are going back in Saudi Arabia now for the first time. Oh, there's something else too. It's been against the rules for any Israeli plane, you know, passenger plane to land in uh, Saudi Arabia. And the first plane that landed just the other day was the first time in seventy years, and the whole time Israel has been there. So they're getting to be friends with Israel, because they have some stuff in common against Iran. But it's... Yes. it's a, they, they have brothers. They have what? Aren't they supposed to be half-brothers? Well, no. <laughs> well, if you go back to Ishmael and Isaac, is that what you're yeah. talking about? Yeah. Yeah, that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. Rivalry brothers. And besides, Ishmael's family... Half of them are against, well, they're the Shiites and the Sunnis, and they don't like each other either. I mean, it's I a know. Hey, 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 there's been dysfunction in the first family all the way from the very beginning, huh? Yeah, it's like that. So it ain't nothing new. Yeah. We've been squabbling ever since. The, I, I have one person that tells me that Adam and Eve were, Eve was not the first, um, wife, first woman, it was Leela who refused to fix Adam's sandwich. That she was she was um, I think Leela said just do, do it yourself. She didn't want to um basically be subservient to him. Oh really? Yeah that she took that fist off and left. <laughs> Her name is Leela. Right. Love it. Yeah, you can only eat all We're going to fix me something to eat. You yeah, know, fix it yourself. <laughs> she wouldn't do the same thing. She wouldn't be subservient. She was, um, she just wasn't. She was an evil writer. Right from the get it, right from the get up. <laughs> She's a mature. Yeah, I'll make your own sandwich. You got up and left. Has anybody ever heard of the green tablet? No, the green emerald tablet. The emerald tablets. Oh, I don't think so. That's something else you should look into. Where is that? Where is that? Google it. I'm not. I've seen. I've read a little bit, but I did. But I. But it was too deep for me to want to go any deeper in it. Now, I didn't know if I. I can't. I'm having a hard time. Everybody's real blurry tonight, so 
Where did you say you signed information on a green green tablet? No, the emerald tablets. I call, I had the way I can remember it is emerald is the color green, but the, the name of it's the emerald tablets. Okay. Yes, yeah, you started on start on YouTube to start on and, and Google the um, emerald tablets. That's okay. the name of, and okay. that goes that that goes, but that's the beginning of time. Ah, that's a different. That's a, that, that that leads you in. That's the that's the beginning, and that brings you on through up through the ages. I'll go look it up. Sounds pagan to me, but it sounds interesting. The most yeah, interesting. It's, yeah, it's interesting because it's 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 true. It, I don't know if it's true, but that it's it exists. Okay. Yeah, I'll be a scholar. I might be able to go to Oxford after I get finished staying in the house, being in Southern Post exile, being a target, find something to do. This is a cruel program. But they picked the they pick the kindest people. That's that's the part I don't understand. If they want to watch somebody, watch the real cooks. The people that give them a hard time. They're not chasing felons or bad people. They ain't chasing them. They're chasing people that don't fight back. Well, everybody tries to in the beginning, but I think people who have to learn that it's a pretty widespread program of the ones who survive, you know. So um, anybody who's, I, first of all, I mean, that was the first thing I thought. They can't do this to me. I mean, <laughs> that was my attitude. I had never let anybody uh, do anything like this. Nobody did anything like this anyway. But I never let people take advantage of me at all. And uh, that was my attitude in the beginning. But I, now I learned I have to roll with the. It, I think Ryan said you have to roll with the punches, and you have to pick and choose your challenge. You know, uh-huh, so I, I you. it yeah. takes me that. If there's somebody who's just going to fight back, fight back, fight back, they won't survive because it's a war. You know, it's a personal war. Yeah, but if you fight back, you're not going to survive. No, not. In the in the traditional way, right? Psychological, or physical. You ain't you won't survive. You won't survive out in the community being a family camp. Yeah, there are ways emotionally and mentally uh, to survive and to uh, do it pretty well, but uh, it's not easy. <laughs> right? Yeah, you have to. It's like it's like walking on a um, minefield. That is. But I, I, I'm very grateful that my I was able to um, have my feet dipped into faith, into the spiritual realm, oh, growing yeah. up. Because I, if I didn't, I don't think I'd be able to hold on. Exactly. I agree with you completely. That was the one thing I decided when this started. 
I said, okay, there's something you want me to know, Lord. I want to get closer to you. And I've, I'd already been a Christian for 50 years, and, you know, by that time. But I thought, I need to get to studying uh, the Bible I'd had all my life, you know. Uh-huh. Once I started studying it, I realized how how authentic all of it is. You know, it's completely authentic. You get, like Donna was talking about, you get into archaeology, they dig up stuff all the time. But you know, you can't prove anything in archaeology about the Mormon history. I mean, they've got it all listed there. Joseph Smith or somebody wrote it all down. You can't find anything and prove it. But they keep digging up stuff about the Bible all the time. That proves whatever it said was real, you know. There was, uh-huh. somebody, there was somebody named King David. There was somebody named Belshazzar, you know, at those certain times. So it's the most mm-hmm. nice book in the world, and I thought I better learn to appreciate it. Yeah, it's and a roadmap. It's a roadmap. That book is a roadmap. If you can understand it, it'll tell you. It'll tell you things. I agree. You have to look through the symbolism, a lot of symbolism, but you have to look through it, and it'll tell you, it'll show you. The beginning. It's like, like this program, it seems like it's built on lies and this, uh, on the, the target, because they tell they tell they must tell people something real bad about us. Oh, they to get people, yeah, to get people to turn against you like this. They have to. I, I don't usually ask what anybody can say, so I don't know. I, the only thing I know is that they say I'm probably crazy. That's probably it. <laughs> but, uh-huh. Yeah. You know, not that just was crazy. Good crazy. I have to say, you're not just crazy, because you've got to have good sense to go crazy. No, a stupid person don't go crazy. A stupid person is never crazy. No, I you guess not. Be, you have to be smart. You know, a stupid person doesn't have anything on their mind to make them crazy. Only one goes. You'll never find a stupid person going crazy. Only people that go crazy are smart people. Smart people go be the ones that are crazy. Okay. If you're going to put a label on a crazy for a crazy person, the fact I had to tell somebody else, one of my friends a long time ago, that you don't have to be... Please don't get crazy mixed up with stupid. That's right. And most people put the crazy people are stupid. They're, they're not. And you got to have good sense to be crazy. Yeah. I agree. Now, if anybody go crazy, you ever see a crazy person that somebody that lost their mind are crazy? They used to be professors. <laughs> They'd be close to geniuses. They're smart. Smart people are the ones that get labeled crazy. A stupid person don't ever get labeled crazy. I used to work, used to be a case manager for people that came out of the uh, institution. Most of them, they were brilliant. Yeah. A lot of them, too brilliant for the, for the culture. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, it's best to just put them away because they, it's like they were born before their time. Well, that's kind of what happened in Russia after the Bolsheviks, you know. Stalin, you know, would do that. He would take people 
who were a threat to his regime. And put them in, um, what is it, um, what did they call it? What did they call them different? It's getting late. I'm probably winding down. Oh, okay. I forgot what they called them in Russia. Not concentration camps, but um, mm-hmm. something else. I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. But, you know, remember now, Jesus did say there would be a lot of deceit going on. And there's more deception today, I think, than there's ever been. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jesus says in the Bible, it says people will believe a lie before they believe the truth. And I see it now. He says, That's deception, the lie. And the revelation when it says, when the devil gets thrown into the uh, lake of fire, it says the devil who deceived the whole world. So the time will come when everybody will be, uh, you know, under that kind of uh, his power, his deception. So I just don't want to be here. I'm hanging I on. Think you a, you ever think that you're already here and that it's happening now? I'm sorry. What now? You, you ever think that maybe it's already here? He's already deceived half the world? We're, we're the only ones that are aware of what's going on. He hasn't deceived you and he hasn't deceived me, but it says he will deceive the whole world. There will be a time when God decides it's all over and the people who are left are going to, you know, spit in his face anyway. They won't change. There are people who will not change, whether it's in the film or whatever it is, you know, they say. But there was the people left will uh, shake their fists at God. Instead of bowing to him, that seems to be an awful hard thing for some people to do. Yeah, but it seems like now it seems like a lot of people don't believe water is wet. No one wants to believe what we're trying to tell them. Yeah, that's a good example. Water, yeah, water is definitely wet. Bless your heart. I don't think I can make sense for a while, so I'm gonna probably sign off for the evening. What's your name again? I'm Glenda. I'm sorry, Glenda? Uh-huh. Hi, I'm Lonnie. It's nice talking with you. I'm enjoying okay. it. All righty. So- look up, up Water Has a Memory and the Emerald Tablets. Okay, what's the first one? Water, water, does water have a memory? Okay, both of them. And the, yeah, and the Emerald Tablets. It, it's good. It's a good read. Okay, I'll try. It. All right, all right. Nice talking to you. Good night, everybody. I don't know who else was on here. Somebody else was too. God bless you all and Ryan. <laughs> good night. <laughs> Somebody's got bad feedback, and it's not me because I need it. <laughs> <laughs>
Whoa, what's with the feedback? Oh.
Oh, that's weird.
No, I said talks you itself.
Hey guys, what happened to everybody? Welcome, Fire. Uh, welcome, whoever's below Fire. I'm not sure how to pronounce that. E I E A something. Can you guys hear me? I can hear you. I'm just listening. Oh, okay, is, is it Alex? Yeah, man. How are you, brother? I'm okay right now. I just got out of a nice, refreshing shower. I'm about Good. to get my beer out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, nice. Hey, how, how long did, when did everybody stop talking? Was it like five minutes ago or what? Well, I guess I, well, I'll tell you what, I'll just stream John's call because he's got a few, just a few people over there and just a second, guys. like our forefathers yeah freedom I, I think that too uh freedom is saying jim jones was a contractor of the cia you know and i think that 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 senator came to see that where they were because they moved all those people and i think they really were they were experiment they were doing mind control experiments on them yeah i i, I really i do believe so and i think that jim jones was going to let them all kill themselves and then he was going to get away but there was somebody who worked for the CIA there. There was somebody from the CIA while those people killed themselves. And I think the guy from the CIA waited by the people who killed themselves. Then Jim Jones like went was trying to like get his stuff to leave, and the guy from the CIA killed Jim Jones. You know, so they could just cover the whole thing up. I think you're right. And Jim Jones always had monkeys. He had monkeys with him, you know, from when he was a kid to then, and I think he experimented on those monkeys too. I think that's it. That man, I think that a lot of these cults are like mind, you know, mind control experiments. People will believe anything. I mean, there are some people in this world that will just believe. And if somebody comes out and says they're Jesus Christ, they've come back, and you know, like like uh, what's his name, David Koresh. He's like, okay. Hey, husbands, it's time for you to all stop sleeping with your wives. I'm going to sleep with them, and I'm going to take your sin for you. I'm going to take the sin of sex for all men. 
so no men can have sex. And some men stayed with him. I mean, really? Really? You, you would not see somebody doing something like that and can say that's completely, you know, crazy. Well, you know, Ryan, I, I do think the Air Force is involved, but, you know, I, I think the CIA ran MKUltra. You know, the CIA and the DIA, you know, they ran MKUltra through front companies and universities, and this is the same thing. You know, so I think the Air Force is involved, but I definitely think the CIA is involved. I think there's so many agencies involved in this stuff at different levels. But you can't point, you couldn't point to the Air Force and you could, couldn't uh, point to the CIA and say it's just them or it's just them. You know, it's, it's a big, huge compartmentalized pyramid of all these people cooperating with this. They have no accountability because they've made all these, you know, saying that we're in wartime so then they can make all these alphabet agencies completely unaccountable for anything they do. And so after that happened, like, you know, after 2001 or actually before, um, you know, they, they start surveilling people and then they got away with that. And they, you know, started, you know, uh, experimenting on more people and torturing them. And they got away with that and they just keep on seeing how much they can get away with. You know, all those alphabet agencies smell. All of them. All of them are corrupt. It is a completely captured system. Dr. Horton's right about that. All right, John, I'm going to mosey on over to um, uh, oh wait, y'all are y'all are streaming me? Were y'all streaming? Have y'all been streaming me over there, Brian? You're fucking, you're, you're... I don't you're, want people here. I've said negative things tonight. I've said depressing things tonight. I thought it was just me and John. You didn't, so I was just, you didn't say anything out of order. Uh, no, I know, but it's just, if I would have known everybody over there was listening to me, I would have been a little bit more positive. I was just talking to, like, I thought I was just talking to one guy over here being very real, you know, saying I was depressed and feeling a little bit hopeless, and you're streaming that all on a call with a bunch of people listening to it? Great. It's not meant to be in a negative light, okay? You gotta, you gotta just let it fly and shoot from the hip. I mean, you're only 30-something. What are you, 35? Uh, thirty-seven, right now. That that is That's right. All right, right. I don't. I don't care. It's just if I would have known more people were listening to me, I wouldn't have just been. I thought I was just talking to like with you and John and a couple other people on here. Look, so I was look, being look, very, very I candid. Didn't, I didn't think I was going to see forty. I when when this shit started on me, I was about your age, you know, and that was over, you know, ten years ago, and I was I was taken to New York to be killed, you know, and I, I was very, the sacrificial offering, like, I, I, I knew there were fucked up things in the world, dude, I didn't, it was like this, and,
No, y'all was... Uh, yeah. Hey, I'm here. No, I wasn't mad about it. I was just saying some, you know, pretty depressing stuff, because I just thought it was a couple of people. If I, if I would have known this call was listening to me, I would have not been as, uh... I've just been feeling kind of hopeless lately about the big picture. So I'm going to try and just focus on, uh, you know, focus on the, the smaller goals of defending and, you know, up my nutrition and stuff like that. Just, you know, the topic of bringing this program down, I'm getting a little kind of hopeless and depressed about because I realize how many people are just you know, either corrupt out there or they believe ridiculous things. No, I was I was on Linda's call, guess twenty. I was on Linda's call, but um, I think she had Mike on there, and she wanted Mike to talk. So, I, I, so me and some lady were talking. And I think at the she's trying to get Mike on to to say a couple of things. So, um, I kind of just put myself on mute. And my brain feels uh, like it it feels like I'm being very random because I got my head got knocked in so hard. Has been getting knocked in really hard. Yeah, I mean, that's true. The spiritual war. Like, I mean, we there's a lot of ways to, to have victory over this without the program ending. That's the thing, but, but that's the thing that it's like, I think it's remote neural manipulation for my attackers. Is they're trying to get me focused on that fact of, like, we're not bringing, like, the program's not ending. But, I mean, we're winning in a lot of other different ways. And, you know, as long as we, we do stay upbeat, you know, they can they could kill me, but as long as I still love my parents and I'm helping people and stuff like that, we still win victory because they're loser douches who are murdering, you know, Americans, and they still call themselves Americans, the people that are doing it. I mean, they, they really have already lost. It's not about winning against them. It's about winning our lives back, you know. Oops. Didn't realize the line was open on you, buddy. That was uh my it was actually a, a forty beer forty bottle of beer and a glass beer mug uh tinging together. Oh no, I don't I don't care about that. I <laughs> you were just getting on the line. Yeah. Yeah, anybody else on here? Yeah, I enjoyed listening to you and John. You and John make a good team actually. Y'all should do an interview interview each other. We should, John yeah. And he has a lot of I think it's a it's a really good idea. The testing out magnets on your hands and your feet. Yeah. Um, because I think he's right about that. I think because I, I had a lot of tingling in my feet. Um, you know, I haven't had it lately, but I think that's to, to map out the nervous system. So you put magnets near your feet or near your hands. I think there's like this. It does block off some of their their mapping of the nervous system. Well, what is the deal with that? They do target people's feet a lot. I, I think that it's actually um, it's mapping the nervous system. Like they're sending signals, you know, the, like they're sending signals to. Um, oh, John's oh John's opening the call again. I'm just gonna come over here and not talk. Say what was I saying, Ryan? What was I saying? 
you're talking about you and John. Listen, man, you and Kyle, you, you, I was enjoying listening to you guys. Uh, you, should, you should interview each other, like just the two of you. That's kind of what we were doing tonight. Yeah, exactly. And to, and that you, Kyle, you could ask John about his targeting and let him tell his entire story, and then turn right around and switch roles. And then he asked you. You yeah. asked him. Yeah. John, we know, thought man. you was, we thought you was closing down, John. That's why Kyle came over here because the call stopped. Why don't you just stay over here? You you, you once you call in and talk to us, John. Yeah, just stay, John. Just stay over here and get on this call. Yeah. You guys should do the interview. Hell, you could do it now if you want to. I bet you, like, what I was thinking when I got on John's call, I was thinking because he was talking to Brian, right? Yeah. And uh, yeah. Brian doesn't. Brian just gets on on the on the phone. He doesn't like see what's going on on the, you know, on the. Uh, like who's in chat or who's on the call, and I, I was like, I bet you Brian's thinking, "Wow, this is a great call. Nobody's <laughs> interrupting me." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I could think of. Brian, when he got off that call, he's like, "John knows how to run a call." Nobody else talk to. Two needs his own call. He really does. I mean, he could get a lot of recordings out there. You know. He won't do it. I wonder he why. Have time. He, uh, he doesn't have to, I, I, I think it's another. I mean, I think it's some other reason, but yeah, that's exactly what he needs. Cause he can just mute everybody's line when he wants to talk, take people one at a time, and answer their questions. And it's perfect for what he wants to do. You know, exactly. Only ever, yeah, he'd only ever have to have one person muted at a time. Who asks questions? He gets on the call. He talks about his topic for the night. And he says, okay, go ahead and, you know, whoever wants to ask any questions, press star 8, and then you can just unmute one person at a time, take their question, answer it, mute them, go to the next one. And whoever wanted to go do that could go do that. I don't know about that, though, man. Yeah, I mean, can you imagine how slap happy he would be, trigger hair happy with uh, the mute button? Somebody pissed him off, he would just automatically mute him. Yeah. Which yeah. I'm the same way, but you know, I I'm, I wasn't enough, you know. I just I I can never. I just don't want to. Um, if somebody's like a real ti, and they're having real difficulties or something like that, and they do end up annoying the call or something like that, I just I yeah. I, I hate it, that that thought of uh, you know, making them feel worse. Yeah. Do. Well, I'll tell you what though, you know, two's putting out good information. And about this remote neural monitoring technology, but he, he he really should consider stopping calling everybody a perp. I mean, as far as other moderators, he's isolating himself from the community. Well, and that I'll tell you what, Ryan. Like I, you know, a lot of the remote neural monitoring and the the mind control, behavioral control stuff he talks about is right on. I've experienced it before. But then he he does like I mean, even just people who talk to him on the calls, he'll accuse of that. And it kind of makes me pull back from his information, like even stuff that like he said, like oh well this this and I've all I've even experienced it sometimes. It's like he, you know, if he's wrong about that so many times, how can he be right about all of his information? Yeah. Yeah. It does it, and it's I mean, you know, I know that there's Cohen Cell Pro. Don't get me wrong. 
I know it exists. I know it's on these calls. I know that it's everywhere on our YouTube videos. You know, that Tom Green guy. Oh, did I tell you about that man? Oh, the comedian uh, Tom Green? No, this guy who calls himself Tom Green. And this guy, I'll tell you what he is. This Tom Green guy is a is a uh, community place agent or yeah community place agent who uh then had some you know i guess some talents they thought he had talents and trolling people on the internet so he goes around to targeted individuals he watches all the targeted individual videos and says how crazy we are and you know we're tinfoil hat wearing people and blah 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 and this you know i i, I documented everything about that dti test that i took and I knew that, I mean, I knew probably, you know, that I could get back results that, you know, that it was a normal DTI. But when I did those videos, he, like, put these comments saying, oh, well, that proves it. That proves it. nothing's happening to y'all, and y'all are all crazy. And I just, like, I didn't even answer his question or try and, like, justify how that one test doesn't say shit about what's happening to us. But, like, I just, I, and I didn't physically threaten him, but I said, I'm tired of scumbags like you, and if you ever come on this channel again, I'll make you look like the biggest, stupidest idiot that has ever existed <laughs> in the world. Like, I, he, he watches every Target Individual's video, and yet on every one of them says how it's not happening, and we're all crazy. I mean, just a little bit suspicious. Like, if somebody doesn't believe this is happening, why is he watching every video that we do? Yeah, he, he's working for. He's like some kind of low level, not a, not even an agent. Just uh, the thing about it is, though, that that imbecile will fall. He really will. He'll, he'll be exposed. Somebody will burn him. If you don't, somebody else will. Mm -hmm. Well, that's. I mean, that's my thing. I think these people have lost just from who they are. You know, like so. I mean, what the, even these people murdering me. Like sometimes they treat it as a, a competition or a challenge or a fight between me and them and sometimes I get caught up in that. I'm like, this is a fight between me and them. T I war. But it but but dude, they've already lost. They're murdering Americans. They call exactly. themselves Americans and they're murdering innocent Americans. They've lost. They're in a cult. Their minds are gone. They're the biggest losers this country's ever had living in it. Agree. So I mean that really to the the point of all of this is to to get them off of us. They've already yeah. lost their lives. They're already losers to the extreme. It's just to get them out of our lives. They're gonna always be psychopaths who do stupid stuff and hurt people. But that's when you when you come up against a psychopath, the way to win against a psychopath is to get away from them. Right. Because yeah. a psychopath loves destruction. Like if you're fighting with them, they're winning. Yeah, because they they love it, and if you're a normal person, you don't want to fight. I mean, maybe maybe normal people kind of like arguments and stuff like that, and that's kind of fun. But you know, normal people don't you know don't like killing people and stuff like that. That's so true, and that's what these people are—they're psychopathic and sociopathic mass murderers. Yeah, and they need I to think be stopped. So. Oh yeah. yeah, they have to be. I mean, they have to be stopped. I'm just. I'm trying to think of like, you know, when I'm thinking about the big picture, I'm getting kind of to where I'm like, you know, you, you know, what I was telling John, I was like, you know, even if we had this huge successful protest in Washington with like, say, 200 people, right? Let's say our dreams came true. 
and we had a big protest with two. Did, maybe y'all heard this part, but like we have a protest with 200 TIs, and they're all on the steps of the Washington Monument. And I'm and a major news channel comes, you know, major news channel comes, like Channel Three, NBC, and it's an affiliate, and they're gonna put it on, uh, you know, prime time, in, in national prime time, about us protesting. The report that they're going to report is that these people who think that they're being hit with directed energy weapons are protesting. It's going to last like one or two news cycles, and then it's going to fall away. So it's like the big things that we want to accomplish. You know, I, I I'm kind of it's like I'm hopeless about them because this like this YouTube shooter. We'll we'll hear about it for a week, and then nobody will be talking about it. Right. You know, oh so yeah, just, I, I figured my my perpetrators told me that they were behind that as well. So they're behind most of all of this. These people are they're crazier than hell. Oh, if you watch that that uh, YouTube shooters videos, uh, they kind of, I mean, it kind of alludes to uh, her being mind controlled or mind manipulated in some way. Yeah, well, look at the colors. Did you notice that? I mean, that guy, the colors, she was wearing OSI colors, red, white, and black. She was wearing the red and black. That was my perps uh, uh, leaving their calling card on it, so to speak. Let me know that they were behind it. Yeah, you know what red and black stand for? Red, red is destruction and black is death. So any, any like, killing organization or whatever, uh, red and black are huge for them. Well, it, uh, it, yeah, it does have negative connotations, but I see it more in the sense of uh, red is in passion, desire, lust, and the black being the hidden and the you know protected from being able to be seen. Mm-hmm. If that makes any sense, but yeah, I I've did quite extensive research into that as well as far as color science and how colors affect the human psyche. It's very interesting, actually. But yeah, you're right, man. It, in in that sense, yeah, in that in that context, it does have a negative connotation to it. Yeah, I see a lot of my stalkers wearing black too. I I don't I just you know at this point my attackers are doing a lot of vehicular stalking. It's like they tore me up during the night, and I like when I woke up, I literally felt like I was on the edge of death. It felt like somebody had broke my back and hurt my kidneys, like to where I needed to go to the hospital. And so I get up, I try and shake it off, I bring I bring my dog out, you know, and I've, I've literally slept for 20 hours, which wasn't natural sleep. Like, my attackers were keeping me asleep. And so I walk out to Walker, and there's like three sirens, like, around there going off really loud, like three police sirens. So they do that police siren thing to me. Yeah. And when I walk outside, they do the flyovers, they do vehicular stalking. But I don't notice a lot of, uh, like, people, you know, gang-stalking me a lot now. And I don't know why they're backing off of that. You're like, using just, videos. I, That's exactly why. Well, yeah, it's true. I'm about to... I can't do them in my car. I haven't been able to do videos in my car because my engine's about to fall out. And like, oh, so when man. I stop... Yeah, when I stop, it's like a bucking Bronco. Like, I'm literally in the car, like, <laughs> vibrating... And, uh, so, but I, but I am like, I got, um, my parents are going to help me out a little bit and I got some back pay on my disability. So I'm going to be able to buy a new car. Cool. I just, I can't, I can't wait to see what my attackers are going to do to it. You know? What what do you drive now? 
Uh, I drive a Toyota Corolla. Like a oh. 2009. But, I, uh, I can see you in a, like a Honda Civic or something, one of them, them cool looking ones. Yeah, I think I think I'm gonna I'm just gonna get a, a used uh, Toyota Corolla because I already know they last a long time, and um, yeah. kind of just get the same thing, you know. But then I'll be able to drive around. I get tons of vehicular stalking. I get oh, share. I do too, man. Yeah, have you seen my YouTube channel? No, what's your YouTube channel? It's called. Oh. Just type in go to YouTube and type in for the record three seven six four three. For the record. Three seven. Wait, what's the numbers? Three. It's a, a three seven six four three. Three seven six four three. Now it's going to pull up several different YouTube channels because I I kept getting locked out. I got locked out of like two of them, and then uh, the last one's on there. It's it's got the most videos on it, and it shows like uh, a comp. I put a compilation together of like from. 2005 up to, to I think it's 2016 or something like that of the ve- color coordinated vehicular harassment. I've got probably the best documented footage of that out of anyone. I would say I may be wrong, but I probably got some of the best. Oh yeah. You see? It's, wait, no, is it not the one? I I'll found find. one of them. I found the wrong one. Okay, I'll, I'll find I'll find it and post it in the chat. Just a second. You got about a hundred subscribers. Yeah. Yeah, I need to, I, I'm gonna subscribe. I'm subscribing right now. Yeah, thanks. I'll do you when I get back in that account. I've been locked out of most of my Google accounts. I think it's the AI doing it. I'm I'm surprised. I've been waiting for it. I've been waiting for them to just uh, make all my YouTube videos disappear. I've been. Yep. I, they don't, though. I guess they, they think that I'll be able to trace it or that that'll maybe prove something. You know, if 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 I if I if they do erase all my videos off of YouTube, then I would just do a video right after it. You know, yeah. Saying, yeah. It, here's the link to the... Yeah, I got it right here. Here you go. No, I, got, I mean, I found it. Okay, I just want to make sure you got the right one, though. Uh, let me see here. Let me... You can't... You can't uh you can't edit that number so it's easier like for the record. Oh like, yeah, I, I could. Yeah, I guess I could. Cuz that yeah. I just feel like when if I if I say it on one of my videos like check out for the record 376433 people are going to have a hard time remembering those six I, numbers. I don't know if I could change that or not, but I but I, we do have that posted on the OSI YouTube channel as like the other channels. Other I think it said something like other informer channel. I tell you what, we've got a lot of subscribers on that OSI YouTube channel. It's three. I think it's nearly four thousand people. It's probably more than that by now. Oh uh, yeah, three three point two thousand. Yeah, <laughs> that's good, dude. I'm sure you've got a lot too. I got uh. How many subscribers do I have? I have a thousand, a thousand five hundred. There you go. Yeah, hell yeah. I got like two, about two hundred fifty thousand views. But I also oh. have, I also have about um, eight hundred, eight hundred fifty to nine hundred videos. Wow, I wish we had yeah. that many views. The videos up. We've only got like I think it's like eighty. Yeah, right at eighty. 
that shows that uh, all the videos are getting a lot of views. That two two point two thousand views on this, this one yeah. video. Yeah. Oh, some of them's got like I think like fifteen. No, it's like sixteen thousand some views. Even more than that, I think. They didn't demonetize y'all, huh? No, huh? Well, they they closed, they shut uh, the AI shut. I, I'm sure it says the AI because it this because of the cute ass little smart ass manner that it was done in. Uh, <laughs> uh, we opened it up and it said uh, somebody told me about it. They logged in and seen where it had been shut down. And I told me I was like, oh my god. I mean that made me sick to my stomach. But, uh, yeah, the reason for the termination was supposedly for harassment and bullying. <laughs> what? Yeah. Like a, a whole channel against harassment and bullying. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> I, think, I think a lot, like, you know, with, with targeted individual videos, I think a lot of the times what they do... Um, for like the the smaller TIs, I think they they can change how many views you're getting. So they yeah, they want, can. Yeah. yeah so, so that it keeps us out of a certain algorithm. You well, you know, know they what have it an algorithm. Yeah. You know what it does to me? I don't know, some of mine. It, it what the AI uh, somehow it, it is able to run the counter up of the view counter. And mm-hmm. what it does is it will run the count the the counter up to a number that has significance and that corresponds to my local police codes here. So you might you know how they're always messing with people trying to convey things and play little psychological games. That's what it does, and and why it chose local police ten codes to like to com- communicate with victims with. I don't know. But you might want to look, take a look, Kyle, and you, uh, all of you other guys, look up your local police ten codes, ham codes, and see. And if those of you who are getting harassed with numbers, call it numeric harassment, number harassment, it might very well be the same case with you. It may be they're using local police ten codes. Yeah, I mean they've done the number thing to me, like a lucky number I had, and then they use three eleven a lot. Um, you know, when I was way back when I was smoking weed. But yeah, I'm sure they do. I'm sure they may do that if you know about them. Like if you right. know about your police codes, that they're like, oh, you know, we're putting this one out because you know we're accusing you of that crime or something. You know. Yeah. Well, well, it's not so much the accusing part of a crime. It's just the AI system that they chose the uh, our local police ten codes. As a means, uh, they you even see it in movies and on TV. It's everywhere. These, I'm telling you guys, these Air Force perpetrators are running the biggest majority of this. They really mm-hmm. are. But they, it's like they want us to know they're there. They wouldn't leave their calling card on it, and they wouldn't tell us what they were doing. Oh yeah, I mean, I, I, that, that's what me and John were kind of talking about. I, I mean, they want us to know a lot of this stuff. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. They're trying to get us sensitized and then looking for numbers everywhere or looking for people gang-stalking us everywhere or looking for this. And it's like my attackers let me know that they were doing remote neural monitoring. Exactly. So these, yeah. like they, never, they never had to do V2K uh, res, like basically proving that they could see my visual cortex and stuff like that. They, they could have 
never done that, and I would have never known. You know. Well, what they do is it starts, all of it starts, at least for me, and I know so many other people that that started this way with, speakerphone off, please. Uh, What they do is they start it in a passive mode. It's real subtle and, you know, and they start out out with the vehicular stalking and harassment with me in in 2005, and then in 2009, it went into overt uh, active mode. And they made me aware of it, just like you just said, mm-hmm. with the neural feedback mm-hmm. loop from the electronics and all that, and the manipulation of the yeah. That's that. That's 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 their mo, all right. Yeah, that's what that's what happened to me. I went through. I I don't I don't get it because I went through ten years where my jaw hurt and they were doing stuff to me and there was kind of some a couple of weird like gang stalking incidents, but I wasn't picking up on it. So yeah, it's like, yeah. you know, I thought it was my Crohn's disease and stuff like that. But then at a certain point, it was almost like a protocol where they were like, okay, he was in this protocol, but now I think we've got him in a position where nobody will believe him and he's not that dangerous. So let's go ahead, start doing the high pitch sound, start doing the V2K, give him all the, all the stuff so that he knows he's being attacked. Like, cause they thought I was in a kind of a weak position. Um, yeah, you know, but then then I kind of I got out of that kind of weak position. You know, my Crohn's disease was really bad when they started it up, like started up the you know where I knew I was being attacked. And then I started really fighting it. So I think I think you know that that's one of the worst things about this is that any kind of protocol that they have, they're just stupid stupid humans doing this. Exactly. So they're gonna screw up all the time. Like they're, I mean, that's kind of it can be turned to our favor, but it's also really dangerous, you know. Since there's no accountability, and it's just people kind of who think they're in this business making business decisions on who they kill. Um, it can really be turned against them because they pick a lot of people who, you know, really are effective, you know, in getting the word out and telling people about it. Um, yeah. Hey, hey, hold on just a second. I agree with you, but hold on just a second. I'm gonna, I think I'm going to call Grieve and tell him to come over here. I usually call him and let him know the call's on. I like Grieve. I think yeah, he's I do too. He's a good He is. He is funnier than hell. I've laughed at him before. I, I don't laugh to make fun of him, but I laugh at him sometimes. I mean, when especially when he tells the story about the – I was trying to get him to tell it this morning. Was you here? I don't think you were, were uh-huh. you? He, uh, <laughs> he, see, he told it like a week ago, and I, I keep trying to get him to tell it, and he, and he can't tell it as funny as he did the first time. But he said he was in a doctor's office, and he's like, yeah, they get you with the 9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-
and then you you feel the effects later long yeah. after and then he yeah. changed it to it's all poisons and in every time i mean i like him i think he's a, a nice guy i think he's completely wrong but oh, you know, and i think he he doesn't question though that if you're the only person who has a theory about something right the only person who thinks it happens that way that maybe maybe you're a little bit off on what you think I think that's bad, but I think everybody kind of realizes that. So, you know, well, not not so, not everybody's targeting is the same. Yeah, but I mean, like I know everybody's targeting is not the same, but if you're getting hit 24 hours a day, you can use common sense and say it's probably not just ground weapons. Exactly. Like if yeah, if you're getting hit 24 hours a day when you go to the supermarket, when you're at your place, when you're you know driving to another state. And it, you're always getting hit. There's a point where your common sense has to say, this is not just ground weapons. Even in just, you know, it may be a lot of ground weapons where I live, you know, but it ha there has to be some remote hits involved. Absolutely. And I mean, it's the common sense thing. I, I think that, that Grebe is very awesome and he's smart in a lot of ways, but some of the common sense stuff is uh, is missing. Yeah. Yeah, I agree, man. I agree. I've told him that before. I, I was like, man, you, you're you're wrong. You're right about a lot, Grieve. I've told him, I said, you're right about so much as far as the psyops and the false flags, but as far as this other stuff, man, I said, you need to realize the satellite uh, thing is very real. It's People are being well, targeted, it, tortured, murdered it, with it. Yeah, and I mean, I mean, use your common sense. Like, they're hitting, you know, maybe millions of target individuals in the world, right? If they yeah. had to, if they had to use ground weapons and make sure that that when somebody goes to a uh, like a um, you know an uh what a, a motel for the night or goes to another state for the night and they have to move those ground weapons and get teams around them immediately so they'll they'll be being hit right when they move in there you know and you think that they're doing that to all the target individuals in the world. And nobody's no. being caught because of, see, see, that's just common sense that they yeah. have to have a remote system to be doing it to so many people. Like, I mean, we don't know everything about what's on the other side of these weapons, but if you use your common sense on like, okay, who's doing this? You ask yourself who's doing this. Well, it's very organized. There's a lot of money behind it because people are doing it 24 hours a day. And even if it's a lot of it's automated, that takes a lot of money. Right. to run that kind of AI. So, okay, organizing a lot of money. So, obviously, it's not just a bunch of independent criminals. I mean, that's common sense. Maybe maybe a couple of cases there are some independent criminals who've gotten their hands on this weaponry or maybe hooked up with these contractors. But you say it's organized. It's organized with a lot of money behind it. So then you can figure out who's doing it, basically. You know, alphabet agencies, the military... The DOD, which the Air Force is the biggest arm of the DOD. The Thank DOD you, is the, yeah. So, I mean, I, I think the Air Force plays a huge role in this. But also, things, it, but but you know, I you know, I think uh, who plays a bigger role in it is ex military, ex Air Force, ex agencies. They hook up with these third party contractors, and they're doing it through third party contractors, which is not current military for a certain reason. Because then they disconnect it from current military. Exactly. They well, they, yeah, by proxy. That way, they 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 th they think it can't be traced back to them. They use others by proxy. Mhm. Mm 
That's just how they did MKUltra, too. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's all based on, basically all based on MKUltra research, but it's not Central Intel carrying all of it out, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's much bigger, you know, much bigger than just Central Intelligence. Absolutely. It's a little bit of everything. Uh, criminal elements of it. It's like I was saying, and I think it was John's call. I was saying. Well, the, the the sad, the horrible. Well, not the not the sad, but the horrifying thing is so many of these people doing this do not even see this as a criminal activity. Like, <laughs> you know, they they say in their heads, well, oh, China and Russia, they're working on these weapons too. And they're experimenting on their populace to, to, you know, advance this technology to fight with us in war. And so we have to do this, you know. They're like, we have to do this to keep, which is total bullshit, because anything that that Russia and China doesn't know about our directed energy weapons and that we don't know about their directed energy weapons, like, it, it, it wouldn't be um, a, a, a game changer in war. You know, everybody knows all the stuff. All these countries know all the stuff that's going to be, you know, used in war. And there's too much cooperation. Like, because you go to Russia, you're going to get hit by Russians. Or you're going to get hit by, you know, a sat- you're going to get hit by a satellite that the U.S. is using and then gang stalked by Russians. So there's too much cooperation between them all for it to be some kind of competition, you know. Well, did, yeah, didn't Brian, too, say that when he went to Russia, he didn't get that bad in Russia? But they wouldn't give him asylum, but he didn't get gang stalked that bad, or organized stalk, we should call it, really? Yeah, he said that, but he he says both sometimes. He's like, I had to leave because I was getting hit so hard. And then he'll say, oh, well, you know, when I was in Russia, I didn't. So I don't really know which one. Yeah. He kind of says both. I mean, you would have you would have th- thought he would have even if he couldn't get asylum, and it was a lot less. Then why wouldn't he have stayed there? Well, I mean, the thing about it is, I mean, the only reason would he would have he would have benefited from from traveling is uh, in some countries he may not get the organized stalking. But I, because I can tell you for sure, <laughs> the boots on the ground stalking is not going to stop until these AI and remote neural monitoring systems are deactivated because that's what's coordinating it. The organized mm-hmm. stalking, yeah, it's coordinated by the AI and the remote neural monitoring. But you don't think, you see, I, I see the gang stalking as like DHS fusion centers in Infragard, and they just, they sign up people, and then those people kind of GPS, and or they'll get a text saying to do stuff. I, I don't, I don't, I don't know about, about that. Well, I can say, you know, in some cases that, that, some of that I do, I think, may be going on, but uh, not in my case, though. I mean, it's strictly this this AI particular AI system here is run by the Air Force, criminal elements of it. It uh, it uh, is able to manipulate about anybody. So they what they do is they manipulate this the community and everyone else to give it an illusion of power, like everyone's involved in it. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's. To make it look bigger than it really is, it's really I can like. I see that. Yeah, yeah. I can see that. Because so always you, just, Go ahead. Yeah. Well, I was just gonna say, like my gang talking, like when it was really, really heavy, it felt like people who 
were just part of a program and they had no they they thought that maybe I was dangerous or it's like they had definitely been told something. Um, well, they definitely do that. That there is definitely rumors uh, spreading and you know and downright slander, defamation, and that's done to isolate and uh, you know you isolate you away from the community and make people think you're this and that and violent person or uh, what is a pedophile, uh, a murderer or whatever. So yeah, that's definitely going on. That's part of it, definitely. Slender. I mean, but but you know, like on what you were saying, it's like I I've known that they've been remote neural manipulating my parents for a long time. Same here. Uh, yeah. Yeah. My dad. I mean, my dad almost died because I think they were hooked into him for a while, and then they just decided to you know, start hitting him with stuff, and his brain just you know, like you know, he had an aneurysm from it. And I, so I knew they were probably remote neural manipulating my mom after that because she she was really stressed, acting weird. And now she's having she had a mini stroke a month ago. She's going to get MRI because her the left side of her body is completely numb. Oh so, man, I, I hate to hear it. I'm sorry for you, dude. I really is. And yeah, that they, they are doing that. These these perpetrators are doing that. And it's uh it's always made. They do it in a way where it's made to appear as natural causes. This technology is very sophisticated, and it is capable of causing many strokes. Strokes. Uh, aneurysms, blood clots, well, not so much blood clots, but fast-acting cancers, strokes, uh, etc. That's it's a way of uh, covertly assassinating and murdering people, making it appear as natural causes. Yeah, I saw I saw in the chat room, I think in Linda's tonight, did, did Ella find out what was going on with her? Because I, like, oh, it's weird. Yeah. That's weird because, like, her and my mom had their mini strokes about the same time. Exactly, man. I, I'll be real honest with you. I think it's my perps that are doing that. Um, I'm telling you, you you wouldn't understand the level that these what these people are doing. It's I mean, it's on a mass scale. These people are mass murders. They really are. And you know, I don't know if it's uh, if these people are well, they are. But I don't know if they're just crazier than hell, or they're doing it for a shock and sigh out factor. I think it's a combination of both. Uh, but what they're doing, I think they're trying to traumatize by murdering people around us and, like, leaving their calling card on it, playing little psychological games, you know, letting us know that they did it. Oh, it's like, see how powerful we are, what we can do with this technology. I mean, they got a severe God complex because of this technology. They literally think they're invincible because of this remote neuromonitoring monitoring technology. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what I was saying earlier on John's call is that, you know, it's not, it, this technology isn't even, whatever, you know, it signals going to computers and cell phones, you can do it to people, wow. The, the, whole, the whole power they have is that they can just do it forever, you know, because nobody knows about it, so they can just sit on us. If, you know, if they had a, an, a year, do whatever they could to us, right? We'd laugh at that. Yeah. The, their power is that they can just sit there because they're dummies and they don't figure things out fast that they can get through defenses if they just sit there every day for years and years and years and work on us for years and years and years so i mean that's why the awareness part in getting some way to detect this stuff and for it to be questioned and checked out because if they can only do this to you for a certain amount of time and you can prove that it's happening to you and then something can be done their power is totally taken away 
Exactly. It, you know, Guest 25 just said, uh, how we're talking about this remote neural monitoring, how it causes fatal diseases, can, how it can. They just said that the left side of your body is numb. That isn't a mini stroke, it's a full stroke. Yeah, I was reading that. I don't know. She's getting MRIs. I, 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 you know, if I'm going to see, I want to talk to her about what she has on her MRI, you know, having a stroke. I, I just, I, I have a, mm, I'm sorry. Like that's, that's one of the reasons I've been getting really, um, yeah. really negative yeah. lately is cause I'm almost sure of medical COINTELPRO with that DTI. Like I'm a, I'm a hundred percent, you know, it was just weird. And I tried to, and like I'm stupid because I should have just came out on the videos and said I think that's COINTELPRO, but like my psychiatrist and my mom watches my watch my videos, and so I kind of try and be like, eh, well, you know, something could have been going on there, but I really don't think that it was COINTELPRO, you know, to try and put, try and just be positive about the whole thing. But I think that's stupid. I think that's stupid. Like the 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 neurologist, like you know, completely made me have appointments with his medical assistant or whatever, got another neurologist to write the medical report. They didn't see anything on the MRI or DTI when I've been being nailed in the head to where I've had, I mean, concussive feelings. And DTIs are to check out, like, concussions. So to say that it's complete, like, I just, <clears throat> you know, if they can detect, like, a stroke and they can detect a concussion... Uh, I'm I'm dumbfounded as to why everything was completely clean and there's just nothing like I I really that that really kind of knocked me down a peg because I was like how how could every be every doctor be involved in this you know well I think a lot of them are I think a lot of them are. Are, it's either one of the two reasons why no, no but really this is uh it's either because one they're ignorant or two they are uh they're colluding they're uh it's collusion yeah 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 like and it may not be that they're involved in the program but somebody comes and talks to them and says you need to do this you know and they have enough authority for those doctors to get scared or right crazy man that's a captured system right there doctors are letting people die covering up people dying you're yeah. not just letting people. It's not like they're turning their backs. Like if they turn their backs, that would be bad enough. But they're actually like, you know, writing false reports and saying nothing's going on here and putting people into mental institutions for being killed. I mean, our doctors, like people who take an oath, do no harm. You know, and I mean, how how much is that going to make people trust every doctor? You know, if a good percentage of doctors are actually helping to murder people. Yeah, it's sad. It's pathetic is what it is. Uh. It really is. I mean, this has happened in a lot of countries without this technology. You add in advanced technology that people can't see and can really hurt them to, like, Nazi Germany, um, and you don't end up with something where your country grows stronger. <laughs> you just you just don't. Like, and anybody who believes that, that we're going to somehow empower our country in... in be more protected by sacrificing uh, random innocent Americans, like you, it's a cult. I mean, that's somebody who has heard something from somebody above them and is not smart enough to use their common sense to be like, wow, this is a huge lie and will destroy my country. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I get, a, I get a feeling from my attackers that they're like, 
you know, we're sacrificing some Americans, but we have to do this for the military. We just have to do this, you know. And oh, don't let uh, yeah, don't let them get you to that point where you think that they, it's their duty to do what they're doing. These, I, these these people are not legitimate military; they are criminals that have infiltrated military and air force, etc. But what they think and what they're doing is two different things, Ryan. Like they're so dumb that they really do. I think they they're like, this is my duty, and this is what the military's doing now. They're making corporations, third-party corporations, and murdering Americans, and I've just got to go along with it. I mean, that's like a cult. It's like yeah. doing something crazy that you just, you're like, okay, everybody else is doing this, but I'll do it. I mean, yeah, yeah. But it, it it, it, it's about infiltration. I mean, the, the, there's good, you know, there's good and bad in all government and law enforcement, et cetera. But the problem is, these people have been, we was talking about this uh, this morning, I think it was, these people have gamed the system from the beginning. I mean, they, they you know, they've been, uh, uh, it's pretty, very, they're very premeditated in what they do. And uh, they're, they're, that's the sociopath in them. And they're, they've basically monopolized everything and uh, taken control of things to where uh, they, you know, no one else basically can't get ahead without, uh, <clears throat> you know. So yeah, they they're premeditated. Everything they do is premeditated. It's all well yeah. thought out and planned. Oh yeah, yeah. I just think like um, you know I I you know how they network with these third party contractors and Air Force and DOD. It's like there's not enough. There's not a big enough percentage because they say that like four percent of people in the world are sociopaths or psychopathic sociopaths. So I think what you've got is you've got those so psychopathic sociopaths kind of heading up everything and a lot of them doing the stuff. And then you've got some people who maybe, you know, are, it's like they're in a cult now. You know how, like, people before they got into a cult were good mothers and stuff like that, and then they got into the cult, and they, uh, when the cult leader tells them to kill their children with a knife, they go ahead and do it. Right. I think right. I think that's what you're dealing with. You're dealing with such a sick system that it's so cult like and like like in the Jim Jones cult, he was a psychopath. He was insane. He would murder people, he'd rape people and stuff like that. But then you had the, the really religious like the mother who killed all three of her children when he gave the order. You know, and I think that's what we're dealing with with a lot of these men. Is before this, you know, they would be like, Oh, I'm gonna do something for the military, blah blah blah. And there are some in there that are like, we know we're doing evil and we like doing evil. And then they're they're basically kind of creating this cult with the Masons and the third-party contractors where men before this kind of joining these cults, this corporate cult, wouldn't have done violence like that or really enjoyed it. Yeah, that's, that's what a cult thing. is. I've been studying cults and I've never I've never seen anything like these cults that I'm just like, wow, that's like my attackers. Like cult members. Do any yeah. crazy and and then they throw money in there. Hey, you do this crazy thing and you're getting money and it's a job. Oh well it's a job, so it must be all right, you know, I'm getting paid by, you know, the DOD money coming from the Department of Defense. How could it be wrong? Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. Well, you know the thing about it is that cults that's something that's always interested me and I've I've did a lot of research in that as well as well as the S, uh, SRA satanic ritual abuse 
that's something else that's very interesting. And, you know, if you think about it, you know, a lot of this is actually SRA because it's ritual abuse. I mean, these, these uh, organized stalkers, what they do to victims, they do the same thing over and over and over. The same tactics, mm -hmm. they repeat them repetitiously over and over and over. And, you know, repetition, we, that's something else we was talking about last night, or tonight or last night, I'm not sure. Uh, that repetition is the most simplistic form of mind control that there is. Yeah, yeah, like conditioning. Exactly. Like in the uh, like yeah, in the voice of skull is is like the the psychic driving. You know, yeah. Like even, yeah, you and Cameron was like giving his patients tapes of him talking and saying the same things over and over again. Mm -hmm. Psychic driving, yeah. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, I, I really think you know the the, the satanic ritual abuse. Um, you know, I I agree with Brian and you on it. Like, I mean, I think that the trauma is really to uh, it's really for mind control or behavioral control. Exactly, it's it's, it's an attempt to uh, to fracture the personality so that it splits and causes a disassociative state. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what it's about. Yeah. It's some sick stuff, I tell you. It really is. Well, they they pat they see what they've done. They've taken this really sick stuff that that happened in the shadows for a long time, and they're trying to market it. You know, they're trying to put it into a oh a third party contract, a corporation that that does satanic ritual abuse, and humans have gone for it. Like these evil, greedy sons of bitches. Um, exactly. Cult members have gone for it. They've gone, oh, mur murdering people, ritually murdering people, 24 hours a day. Oh, it's, we're making money for it. It's a big business, and businesses have to grow. And people actually went for that. Right. So we're just a, just a new. This is just a new technology, and you know we got to kill all these people because of this new technology. The people up at the top are just laughing their asses off. Yeah. Like we can get we can get these monkeys to do whatever we want to. You know they are, yeah. It's, it's you know that they're they're on such a power trip because of this damn technology. They're like, look what we can do. Look how powerful we are. We can murder our air force. Our official uh, intelligence systems can just randomly pick someone off at random, you know, and and everybody will think it's a uh, because of natural causes, etc. You know, you know they've got you that the power trip that these people must be on. I mean, really. It's like a, it's a God complex is what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I question. Uh, you remember okay. when... <laughs> Chloe! Thank you for joining. Yeah, I just had... Um, I have a really uh, bad issue that ha something happened um, tonight that um, is really distressing. Do tell us. Okay. Well, uh, okay, I called the VA tonight to um, <clears throat> check on a prescription that I, I called in uh, about a week ago for, um, like, this ibuprofen 600 that I take. And uh, it was not renewed. And so um, I called, the, I called uh, this, um, like, uh, like... 24-hour, like, line at the VA, and I said, well, why was this prescription not renewed? And they said, well, it was refused. Uh, your doctor refused to renew your <clears throat> your pain pills, and um, 
I said, well, why? And, um, okay, so she said, well, um, you owe us um, some lab work, and we want to get, like, a blood pressure reading from you. Okay, so... Um, I do owe the VA some lab work, you know, like it's been a while since, you know, I've gone down there and done labs, right? Well, because of that, my doctor is deliberately withholding my, my pain pills. Now, you know, this do torture, I get a lot of what Kyle gets as far as the torture. I'm in a lot of pain, a physical pain, um, from my do torture. And so, even though these ibuprofen 600 pills don't really take all the pain away, they help a little bit, you know, like I'm able to, you know, be somewhat human after I take the pills, even though I'm still like in pain. But, um, okay. So anyway, the point is, is my doctor refused to, um, renew my, um, my pain pill prescription. And, the whole reason for this prescription was because I had a line of duty injury <clears throat> where I broke my back um, when I was in the military. And um, so they have been prescribing me, you know, the pain pills for a long time ever since I got out of the Navy. So they're, this MD is deliberately withholding my, my pain medication because... Um, of some lab work that they want from me. And I just, I can't even believe that a doctor that took an oath to do no harm is deliberately withholding pain meds from a veteran, um, especially for like a line of duty injury. Um, The line of duty injury was, you know, not my fault. Um, I broke my back, like I said, and that is what, these pain pills are, you know, basically for, um, you know, I haven't come out with, you know, my torture story to the VA. Okay. So they're basically, you know, um, prescribing these pain pills for my broken, the broken back that I have. So, um, the whole point I'm saying is, is this MD has, you know, deliberately denied me painkillers just because I haven't been to the VA for a lot of my labs. Uh-huh. And um, I kind of think this whole thing is deliberate, and I'll tell you why. Uh, okay, I had... Okay. Yeah. I broke my ankle a couple of years ago, and they broke it. My purse broke my ankle, but that's a whole other story. Um, okay, during the time that my ankle was broken, I was told, don't take ibuprofen. Um, it will not promote healing take um, acetaminophen. Okay, so I did. But anyway, I had three bottles of ibuprofen um, that I had collected that I couldn't take. So I had three extra bottles, basically, um, that I had, like, stockpiled while my ankle was broken. Okay, so the other day uh, when I realized I was out of pain meds, I went into my... um, my, uh, my toiletries and I was looking for these three extra bottles of payments and they were missing. I looked everywhere for these three uh, bottles of ibuprofen and all three bottles had been stolen. Okay. My purse deliberately stole my pain pills. Oh my God. Oh wow. Um, Because they want, because this is a torture program. Right. 
And they don't want me they don't want me to take anything to relieve this pain. Okay. They want me to you know, right. purposely want me to be in pain. So anyway, um not they I have three bottles of missing, you know, ibuprofen six hundred milligram prescribed pills missing. Never found them. <clears throat> On top of that, my doctor refuses to you know, like renew my prescription for pain pills unless I go down there and do lab work. Now, I think what's going on is, okay, they've been gassing me for six months, my perps. Right. I believe that they want me, they're kind of coercing me to go down to the VA and do my labs because they want to see what my blood work looks like after gassing me for six months with pesticides, weed killer, um, chlorine gas, benzene. Ask to get copies of it. Like say, yeah, "Yeah, do my blood work, but but I want copies of all of it so you can be sure that it's not for that reason. Right. Well, the thing about it is, you know, either that or, the, you know, want to see the effects of what the chemicals have had on you or either that or they're trying to get your blood so they can frame you up. Did you, you ever think about that? Blood for, oh, oh, oh. Um, I don't know. I, I know that when I, I get, like, a change in my torture protocol, they kind of, like, coerce me to go in there and do lab work. Okay. Like, they want to see, I think they want to see, like, what what their handiwork has done to my blood. They also can inject you with nanotechnology mm-hmm. through a needle when you're getting lab work done. That's true. That's how small it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's another reason why they want you in there. Yeah. For more yep. experimentation. Right. I agree. Well, I'm in, you know, I was scanned by Melinda Kidder, as most of you guys know, and, like, she found eight implants, so... I'm already, and I, those were just the ones that were turned on. Most were turned off by the time I saw her. So I'm heavily implanted. And, um, but anyway, I, you know, for a doctor to refuse to renew, what do you guys think about that? Like a doctor not renewing my, um, my opinion. I think. At their mercy. Right. I think it's dirty. It's filthy. Right. But then again, they've got the power to do that. They can refuse the medication. Uh, The thing about it is, though, did did the doctors and the medical, did they tell you that they were going to give you something to help you wean you off of that? Because if not, you're going to go through bad. What what kind of medication did you say was pain pills? Well, no, it's just ibuprofen. I mean, like, um, the reason I'm on ibuprofen is for a back injury, you know, like a lung and duty back injury that I got, you know, like a long, long time ago. Yeah. I have not, you know, I, I have never confronted the VA and said, look, you know, I'm being tortured with direct energy, you know. Cause I was advised not to tell them that or they'll haul me off to the loony bin. So I have kept my mouth shut. Um, when I go to the VA, I don't say a word, you know, and... um. So they think the only reason I'm taking these pain meds is just for that back injury that I had years and years and years ago. So they think that that's all this is for. What it's actually really for is for the extreme pain that I have to deal with from this due torture is what I I really use it for. 
But I can't tell them that, you know. And wait, ibuprofen wait. does help to some degree because it does lessen the inflammation, which is caused by radiation. So right. you're not wrong in taking this stuff if you need it, if you're in severe pain. But I don't see how you can win anything against this stupid um, craziness with the uh, VA. Well, you don't need a prescription for ibuprofen, do you? That's no. a counter medication. You can get it over the counter. Yeah. That's true. That, that, that's true. But, like, you know, the, the ibuprofen 600 works quicker in your bloodstream because it's not, it, it doesn't have all the fillers that the over the counter one has. You know, like it has a lot of fillers. Um, you know what? Honestly, I should, you know, cut back on this on these pain pills anyway because they're killing probably killing my liver and my kidney right. anyway. So I should yeah, I should probably just try to find alternative methods of pain management. So um Yeah, I agree. I'm okay with the the thing is is <clears throat> after being gassed for six consecutive months with a lot of like losing uh, yeah. months. Um I they now are trying to coerce me to go down to the VA so they can do labs on me, blood work to see. I think they want to see exactly what damage they've done to me, or if I if they if I have cancer yet. This is what I think. That could be. Well, wh- why are they saying that you need lab work done? Well, because um, I I get I'm like their patient, and they want to do like an you know at least a semi-annual to an annual check on me to you know to check my blood pressure and my labs and um I don't go to the doctor as often to the VA as often as I'm supposed to because I um I'm kind of phobic of of doctors and and hospitals and stuff I never used to be until I became you know I realized I was a TI so um I because I'm not a good liar and I You know, like when they sit there and yell at me and say, well, how come your triglycerides are so high? Are you not eating well? Are you not exercising? I can't sit there and say, well, as a matter of fact, uh, my triglycerides are sky high because I'm being tortured with, you know, weapons of war every night. Right. This is is what, you know, keeps me from going because I'm afraid I might blurt out something, you know. I think you've got to be very careful never to mention anything because your perps would be very happy to get you into some mental ward. Exactly. Gotta be very careful. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, which is why it. I've never said anything yet. You know, I, I've never once mentioned anything like that. And so that's um, what they're trying to do. They get big bonuses when they get you uh on a mental ward. They get big bonuses. Yeah. The thing about it is though, may you know, look at it this way though. What if uh, you just go ahead and go down there and have the lab work done, and then if any of that chlorine or Roundup or whatever they've been using on you to try to poison you with, if that shows up in there, then that's going to be an obvious. I'm okay. How in the hell did this get in this in this girl's system? Somebody must be trying to do this. She she's not doing it to herself. Do you think about it like well, that? Well, they're not. The thing is, is it's not going to show up because they're just going to do like a CDC lab on me. Um, which is just a test, you know, like my, you know, what a CBC lab is. Um, just 
that. They're not going to be like testing for pesticides. They don't test for that. But the you VA. don't know so, how uh, close the perps are working with the VA. Right. Oh, oh yes, I do. Because, um, okay, the doctors at my VA are through UCLA. Okay, so I know exactly how, how close they're working together um, pretty much side by side. Um, so they will know, definitely be doing UCLA. other blood work as well as far as I'm going to tell you. That's why they what? want you in there. They're going to definitely be doing other work besides a simple CBC. They're, oh, yeah. They're, you Don't forget, you're an experimental subject. Non-consenting, but well, you are. My doctor always just orders, like, the CBC and a couple other things and under, like, you know, like, routine labs, right? You're yeah, far um, more trusting than I am because I'm dealing see, with doctors that, right now. That, yeah, I mean, like, the thing is, I think there's medical co-intel pro. You kind of got to – those have to be personal things where you, you got to, you know – a doctor and see what your insurance tell you because some some doctors are not dirty and they're not going to be carrying out the experimentation on you. They're just going to want to hide it from the doctor. They're going to want to make sure that the doctor doesn't know. So, I mean, it could just be they want to take blood tests because you're taking a lot of ibuprofen. They're worried about your liver. They're checking your blood to make sure that it's not hurting your liver or something like that. Yeah. You know, I, you, I that's that's a tough one. Because I've met a lot of great doctors. Like my psychiatrist, I know she's not dirty. She's not dirty. She's help, trying to help me out with medication. She's not, you know, she's just ignorant of this whole thing. of targeting, yeah. the, you know. So, I mean, I don't know. Man. How, how, have, I mean, is the VA, I mean, doesn't two go to the VA? And, um. Who does? Oh, two, yeah. Mm-hmm. But he says there's, he says it's all medical coincidence, bro. He says he's experienced a lot of medical COINTELPRO at the VA. I, I have two there. Um, my, yeah, I have definitely experienced it mm-hmm. there. But, um, the, shitty th- the shitty thing is we're, we're going to have to trust doctors for some points in our life, you know. We're, we're just going to have to. Because, I mean, if you need to take medication, like you need the ibuprofen, you know, I I wouldn't so much worry about the nanotechnology from them taking blood. I would maybe worry about, you know, it being used for something in your targeting. But you can ask for records of it if you're worried about them, like, trying to see, you know, what your targeting is doing doing to you. You can probably rule some things well, out by making sure that you get those results, you know. Well, what hap- okay, what happened a couple of years ago is I went for routine lab, and um, I get a call the next day from the VA saying, um, you know, your white blood cell count was, uh, was high, and um, the doctor wants you to come back and retest. And, um, okay, so um, I, I went back to retest, and um, the retest was perfect, like, my lab, I mean, completely perfect. And what I think happened was I think my perp hacked into the system and changed the numbers. I really do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A miraculous recovery from, you know, like a really high white blood cell count to perfect, like literally overnight. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. They, they uh, can indeed do that, and you're probably most likely right. I. Why don't you go and have a uh, toxicology, get a toxicology report? 
Okay. Well, I doubt they'll do it because right. <clears throat> I've already asked for a heavy metal test and they refused me on that one. And they said, you know, like my doctor said, well, what, why would you want a heavy metal test? And I said, well, because in the past I've had like high levels of arsenic. I've been tested for high, you know, uh, my tests have, you know, showed that I I have high levels of arsenic in my system. And she says, well, you know what? That's not a test that I issue. Um, we don't have it here at the VA. Well, mm-hmm. when I went down to the lab, I, I asked them, I said, um, do you guys have the heavy, do you guys ever test for heavy metals? And um, they said, yes, we have the test. I said, you do? I said, that's funny. My doctor told me that the VA didn't have that test. They said, well, tell her that we do. Okay, so I go back up and I tell her, and then she says, um, oh, well, um, I'm not going to give you that test, and, um, and uh, you know, I don't give out those tests here in my office. Uh, well, why don't you go to some, somebody else? Well, you know... Maybe tell I, them. I could, you know, tell the VA. Tell the guard. Be like, yeah. I was gonna say, tell the VA. Be like, okay, yeah, y'all can do some blood work, but I really want to get it. I'm gonna go get a second opinion on it. Mm-hmm. Not a second opinion, but I'm gonna go get it tested somewhere else to just yeah. let them know that, so they have to be honest. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, find a better way to say it than that, but make them think that you're gonna be going to get it tested somewhere else too, and then make sure you get the record. Right. Kind of forces them into a corner. Yeah. They can't lie to you. I don't know. Well, this one's a tough okay. because it's it's hard to know if doctors are lying or not. I feel I feel like that's a that's a really shitty thing to put on us. You know. Not not for you, was, not you, yeah. but but like all huh. all targeted individuals. Mm-hmm. Like. What I was going to say was, um, I saw a naturopath. Um, what. When Magnus Wilson, you know, came out saying that he did his his live blood test and, you know, <clears throat> found his blood had Rouleau, um, then Derek came out with a newsletter saying that we TIs should go get, like, a live blood test. So I did. I was, like, the first TI that did it. And um, I my blood did show Rouleau. And... Um, Another thing is is that my my red blood cells were like really odd, oddly shaped. They were misshapen. They didn't look normal. Um, and this was after years and years of of um, dew every single night, <clears throat> the entire night, mm-hmm. and like heavy radiation, you know, heavy dew torture, heavy chemical torture. And my blood, my red blood cells no longer look normal, like normal human blood cells. They look, they're like misshapen. Really uh, strange looking now. So I want to show them that. Yeah. And just say, you know, um, I I saw a naturopath, a naturopathic doctor, and uh, you know, this is what he said. He said that my blood cells were misshapen. What do you think about that? Yeah. And they'll be like, well, you know why? I'll be like, I have no idea why. You know. Well, the thing to do is, uh, you know, when you go. You want to carry either audio recorder or a covert body worn camera on you, so you can record the entire thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's the best thing to do. Yeah, I really should have done that with my neurologist. 
Uh, yeah, I look mm-hmm. back. I, I I thought about it before before doing it. I was like, I'm gonna get a tape recorder so I can tape record exactly what he says. So I can, you know. But I would have put it on a video afterwards. You know, I'd have been like, this is my discussion with my neurologist. Um, it may be smart. I mean, don't let them know that you're recording it, but just so you can right. back mm-hmm. with anything anything's out of place. You know, mm-hmm. I, I would think that those the man. I don't know the VA because it's like. Tons of veterans go in there. Tons of veterans are targets. You know that I would be more suspicious of a, a VA doctor than I would just a normal doctor. Well, I don't want to. I don't want to make him more. Um, yeah. Feel worse about it, like because they they could be. Totally no, fine. I mean like this. You guys, when they when I when my ankle broke when when I broke my ankle, like um I went down to the like oh, the orthopedic department like in downtown like West. I'm sure, like, vets were all in there, like, with broken ankles. Right, yeah, more of the little psychological games, yeah, that they play with victims. Oh, yeah. no, no, they, <laughs> I think they were TIs. Oh, oh, well, yeah, they, well, they could have been, yeah. A lot of veterans get targeted on. Mm-hmm. You know, guys, isn't that disgusting that that they would do that to this to this girl like that? I mean... She's a veteran, served the country, and then then they turn right around and treat her like that. Oh, dude, nobody. It's like every – it's a false flag thing, so it can be Mother Teresa. I mean, these people would target Mother Teresa. They would target uh, General Patton. You know, Mm -hmm. they don't care. It doesn't matter. I mean, I was working for Mm -hmm. St. Jude. My family's always been – you know, helping the community out. We've never done crime. They do not care. Like, you've served your country. You know, you suffer from going out and serving your country, and they don't. I mean, they and a lot of these people doing it have served their country, so they'd attack people who served with them. I mean, cult. You're right, Kyle. They just don't care. You're right. They do not Mm -hmm. care. You can be the best person in the world. Yeah. That's 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 the whole that's the whole thing is because they have to get pieces of crap to do this stuff. So obviously they're gonna have to target good people. I think a lot of them are just like, well, that's just how it works. Just, you know, we're people, obviously we're gonna be going after the people who won't do this, so they're gonna be good. This is insane, y'all. It's insane. I wish I could tell you with a surety, like you know, I don't, I don't think your doctors would would do anything, but I just feel like you gotta just ask them the reason they're doing it. It seems pretty logical, well, you know. I I think that after five years of heavy, heavy, heavy torture, they yeah. may have given me cancer, okay? And I think they kind of want to see if I have cancer yet. But you could get tested for that. I mean, yeah. Why Why don't you Why don't you ask the VA doctor? Say like, I really just want to get a checkup for cancer. Um make sure so they have to tell you you know and say and i'll probably go get a second opinion because it's so important well then they put they turn they turn the paranoia card on you and they say well what would make you think that you have cancer well that's what i was and I, it's not like I say, so you're like hurting it's not lot. like i say you're like I'm, I'm having a bunch of weird pain that i've never felt before okay you know? well yeah but i was kind of wondering that too what makes you i mean what do you think uh, makes you think that uh, you've got cancer? 
Well, this is what they do is they, they put the paranoia card on me if I dare say anything like that. Well, what would give you that idea that you would have cancer? Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. My neurologist totally made me feel like a paranoid. You know, I was like telling him about, well, I, I told my, my neurologist, you know, so I've told my psychiatrist, I told my neurologist, and I told him about the Cuban embassy attack, you know, and he was like, oh, did you go to Cuba? And I was like, no, no, I didn't go to Cuba. And he's like, are you an ambassador in Cuba? Like, I mean, just totally, like, shutting me down. I was like, oh, these people mm-hmm. have the same effects and everything. I mean, I think you've got a question. When you get a doctor really trying to make you feel paranoid, then it's time to be mm-hmm. like, okay, this could be somebody involved or somebody. Yeah. Involved. You get a just doctor simply say, open. Just simply say, a lot of my friends have been coming down with cancer, and I'm no spring chicken. I'm not 20 years old any longer, and I feel mm-hmm. I need to know for my own um, peace of mind Right. I, I don't have any evidence of anything, but I think everybody, you know, that I know is getting cancer tests done, and a lot of them are coming down with cancer just for being alive as long as I have been. You know, breast cancer is running rampant with women at your age. Well, I've asked mm-hmm. for the CA-125 test and was refused. Yeah, that's a good one. And see, that's not that's not covered by a lot of insurances out in the real world, but that's a good one. That, um, well, they refused it. They re- yeah, and they I think it costs it a couple hundred dollars if you get it done yourself. Well, they refused it on me, saying that um, all it merely showed was inflammation. And they said, oh, the CA-125, that basically just shows inflammation. And, uh, you know, patients can have inflammation from anything. You know, you can have it one month and not have it the next month. And so... Because your inflammation changes from month to month or day to day, you know, we don't really go by that test. We don't really use it. Well, they don't have to, but I'll tell you, I live uh, right down the road from Roswell Park Cancer Institute. That was where chemo was invented. And they've got about like 14 buildings on the campus. It's huge. And um, let me tell you, if they get anything that has any inclination that you might could have cancer based on any testing, then they go further. And that CA-25 is done regularly. And there's a few other tests that are now done, new ones, that uh, one of them tests for like four or five kinds of cancer, including pancreas, colon, et cetera. And the other one is for the other cancers, like lung and breast and this and that. So there are several uh, cancer tests today. It's not only one now. And um, uh, I would do a little bit more research on the Internet and learn about these other tests. And I would just be always informed. Be you know, knowledge is light to carry. Learn as much as you can. And um, I would still say, you know, I listen. I have the right. You know, a lot of my friends are coming down with breast cancer, and if you can detect this before it's pea size, you have a 99% of living a normal life. But if it gets pea size and bigger, uh, then you reduce your chances. So I just want to be very knowledgeable, and I tell them the bottom line. Preventative medicine is the best and most, you know, logical and most intelligent way to live. And you are your right. own best doctor. Never forget it. You know what you feel. They don't until you tell them. Right, Luda. Yeah, I agree. I agree with her. Um, uh, I, what I suggest is I think you should go somewhere else and get a, a, another opinion. To bypass the... Uh, uh, the VA yeah. and go go somewhere else. Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah. Well, I have backup, so I have a backup backup insurance plan, so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's a good idea. It's too bad naturopaths aren't covered better under our regular insurance, isn't it? Exactly. Well, when I saw this naturopath, um, he was telling me that my blood showed signs, my organs showed signs of stress. I didn't tell him I was a TI. I didn't say a word about it. He didn't know a thing about me. It was the first time he saw me. I told him nothing. He said, your organs, your liver, your kidneys, your pancreas is all showing signs of heavy stress. So we all face that. Like I said, I told him nothing. You feel fine, but you don't know what's happening to your organs because radiation is almost a silent killer in some respects. Right, exactly. Exactly. Yep. Well, a lot of times I've had like him like internal bleeding from like really heavy do attacks. Well, I'm just, I mean I'm just glad for you that it's not you know it's it's just ibuprofen and something that's not gonna you know cause you to roll around in the floor or whatever and DTs because you don't have any more of it you know you're right. lucky. You really are. I know. I mean, I, to be honest, um, I'm going to try to find alternative methods for pain management because, um, seriously, <laughs> an ibuprofen yeah. 600 every single day doesn't sound that dangerous, but seriously, it's going to, it's killing my, it's probably killing my organs. It taking one like every single day. Yeah. Mm. CBD oil works, but it's so expensive. I need to start buying that. If there's nowhere to get it for really cheap. I mean, you can get, like, very weak CBD oil for, um... Well, I, I, I can afford the CBD. Um, I'm, you know, um... That stuff is expensive. Uh, I was looking at it online. Linda Costanzo uh, uses that. Uh, she likes it. Right. She, and I was asking her once, like, which which companies or, like, who, who she bought hers from. Because I want to get the good quality stuff. I don't know, but I'll ask her. Okay. I mean, I know she said that, uh, previously said that, that she likes it. She says it does wonders for her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is even if they found cancer on me, you know, I'm not the kind of person that's going to let them do chemo on me. Yeah. I would turn down chemo. Oh, totally. Because no way. So, um, I so even if they found cancer on me, just saying, um, I would, I would try to deal with it on my own through CD, CBD oil or yeah. or like an alkaline, you know, like um. For sure. With things like that. I'm exactly the same way, you know. Hey, you know, cancer it can can be uh cancer can be gotten rid of very quickly with a uh, matter of about three or four things. Uh continuous uh baking soda, as you just said, uh because it's 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 extremely alkaline and cancer hates an alkaline an environment. It can't thrive and it can't survive. Um no, intravenous 
Oh, yeah, avoid refined sugar, exactly. And intravenous hydrogen peroxide, that it, it will de- literally eat cancer alive. If you go on the Internet and, and yeah. put in natural ways to cure cancer, there's one website. I mean, there's just about everything can cure cancer. Uh, just like right. Case has cured it with tomato paste. There's all kinds mm-hmm. of listings of different um, protocols. And you can mm-hmm. pick you can pick your own. I mean, there's a lot right. of ways. Just uh, this tea, the Essiac tea, is um, comes in a dark brown bottle. And uh, a lot of people that I know that have cured themselves of cancer drink that on a res- regular basis. It's not like, um, how can I say, it's not like regular tea. It's a liquid in a concentrated form. But that Essiac goes way back, you know, a couple thousand years. And uh, cancer patients swear by this stuff. There's a lot of ways, and if you can work with a naturopath and if you have a good person working in a health food store that you can talk to about specific um, protocols that they know that people have come in and been cured of cancer. A lot of people go mm-hmm. and work with nutritionists mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, reputable. I don't mean GNC. That's, that's lousy. That's right. all crummy stuff. But, you know, your neighborhood... Uh, I have one here that's great, but um, I, I still say that uh, you're very cognizant of what's going on in your body. You're tuned to your body, and that's great. And we have to look for other things, and um, you're doing the right thing. So just keep investigating, keep reading on the Internet, and that's not always easy because they don't want us to read about a lot of these things. My computer's constantly froze up when I get to someplace where I'm going to learn something like that. Yeah. So uh, if you have to go to the library or something to use a computer, you might have to do that. But what I'm saying is you're you're in the driver's seat and that you have a good handle. A lot of people walking down the street that you pass daily, they don't know what's going on in their body. You do, and you know why. I mean, we all do what's going on. You know, it's absolutely insane. It's just like uh, I, I equated that I was that Chernobyl. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah, you should definitely get a a uh, another opinion on that. Uh, go to go to like five people if you have if you must, you know. Right. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm glad you told us about this though, and it's on record. You know, that's good. That's very good. In case anything does happen right. or anything. Yeah. Wow, there's still 10 callers left. That's good. And still quite a few people in the chat. That's always good. At 4.47 in the morning. I need to stand in time. Let's see. What time is it where you're at? It's like, let's see, wait a minute. It's like, so it's basically four, three, two. It's one o'clock where you're at. Yeah. 1.47? Yeah, yeah, 4.47 here. Yeah. See what happens when I try to tell you anything to help you? Knock me right off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I heard that, Luda. Your line started breaking up and cracking, crackling. Yeah, that's them. 
But anyway, I'm I'm going to run along because it's not good for my line to be bad. But I wish you all the best and keep us okay. posted. Anything we can do to help you in any way. Um, if you have any questions, you can't find answers to. I've got tremendous stuff in my access, like at ten, twelve thousand files. So you know, if there's you're stuck on something, just ask. And there's some ways that a lot of us can help you. Okay, thank you, Luda. Welcome. Have a great day, everybody, and a wonderful weekend. You too, Luda. Thank you. Good night, Luda. Yeah, have a great one. Good night. God bless. Bye. Same. Good night. But I tell you, there goes a smart lady right there. She really is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she's been through a lot. Yes, she has. Luda's actually blind. She can't see, but uh, she's wrote, authored a book and everything else. You guys realize that, right? Is it a book about targeting? Oh, it's about basically about her life experiences and everything. So, I know. Yeah, I, isn't she working on another one? Yeah, I believe so. She said she had her book on Amazon. Just so she finished it, because she's been talking about. Doing, I I didn't know she had one. I thought she was working on it. It's out now. I thought I heard her saying that she had released a book on Amazon. I know she's an author. Uh, she's uh, she's quite an inspiration. She really is. She's uh, been through a hell of a lot, like you said, and she's very witted. She's uh, she's got wits. She's quick witted too. She only gets like uh, I think it's like two uh, three hours of sleep. She's got yeah, her. She she said something about, uh, she told us a couple of weeks ago, that she's got a some something, some type of gene that uh, that actually uh, enables her to uh, go without uh, massive amounts of sleep, et cetera. In other words, she can... Um, she can survive on and, and not feel the effects of being sleep deprived on only like three hours of sleep. I can never do that. Like no. Three hours of sleep, I'm just I'm useless. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Me either. I mean, sleep deprivation can really mess with you. It really can. Yeah, I don't see like, how the, the soldiers do it in the Army. You know, some of them guys that are kept awake, they're like, uh, what is it, like weeks at a time? I'm not like, my God. Whew. I don't I don't see how they do it. I really don't. A lot of TIs have to do it. My my attackers like me to go to sleep. They oh, yeah. yeah. hurt me a lot worse when my body is just limp and my you know, my mind is at rest. It can just do a whole lot more damage to me when I'm unconscious. Exactly. They make me sleep longer. They've been making me sleep like, you know, 12 hours. They made me sleep 20 mm -hmm. hours. Like, they kept me asleep. Like, so I'm going to have to start, like, putting on my alarm and making sure I wake up. Because I woke up for 20 hours of sleep, and I felt like somebody had literally broken my back. I felt like somebody had, like, shot me in the kidneys with a real gun. It was awful. And then when I'm awake, like, I I mean, I do okay. It's like kind of dealing with the torture of the last couple of years, but it's never, like, 
horrible all the time when I'm awake. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Yeah, Paul, that that is true. Uh, baking soda will destroy it. It will reverse it. Uh, it keeps your system in an alkaline state. See, cancer can only uh, survive in an acidic environment. The lack of air and oxygen. And that's another thing. You know, the th the things to destroy cancer is as follows. It's, uh, you know, cures and treatments is baking soda, intravenous hydrogen peroxide treatments, and oxygen. Yeah, cancer cannot survive, survive in oxygenated, like, water, in the oxygenated environment, etc., you know, the oxygen-infused environment. Yeah, that's great stuff. It's great for you. You got to watch out for the disinformation, though, there, Paul, mate. You, there's so much of it out there. <laughs> oh, man. Let's see. What was that? I was going to say something. I forgot what it was. You know, I, you know, somebody was writing in the chat room that oh, I probably have high triglycerides because I eat crap food. That's bullshit. I don't eat crap food. I, I'm a vegetarian. I don't even eat meat. Okay, so they're like, um, oh, she's probably eating Big Macs and stuff. Wrong. Who was it? Who was it? I was talking about my mom. The other. Uh, night and like i was saying oh they think she had a mini stroke and somebody was like uh-uh no if, if, she, if her left side of her body is uh numb then she definitely had a full stroke people in the chat will just say that no like say anything no, they'll like, be like oh talking. no i know what's going on huh no that's what i'm saying they'll well, be like no you're wrong about that oh. you're probably doing this you just get well the thing is it's, been, it. it's a known fact that do causes high triglycerides okay they have te they have um found that one of the markers of TIs that are tortured with dew is high triglycerides right. it's from the dew. Who, who wrote that, Chloe? I'll mute them. I think I Paul or something like that. Like we're, are you we're writing... Well, they're, uh, just, they're just wrong. That You know, I don't think you need to mute them. They're just wrong. Yeah. Well, yeah, they're I agree, Kyle. They may have been trying to help. Yeah. You know? Did you know that, like, um, my did my call drop? Okay. No, um, I was I was like literally on a zero fat like diet once, like um a while because the VA kept telling me, oh, you have high triglycerides, and I literally went on a zero fat diet. Like every single thing I had had zero fat. I would like look at the labels, and um my uh, cholesterol went down to like seventy. And, uh, and, but my triglycerides were still high and my doctor said, that's funny. Um, you know, your triglycerides are still sky high. And I said, that's funny because I don't even eat fat at all. So, um, the thing is, is, you know, these weapons cause high triglycerides in TIs. It's a, it's been proven scientifically. Right. It's one of the markers. Um, it's not, you know, I don't go and eat Big Macs. Um, 
I don't even <laughs> go to McDonald's. Well, are you in the chat? I'm literally I didn't see you anywhere. No, I I'm afraid I'm I'm not gonna mention any restaurant names, but I I'm I live in fear that like it's Soylent Green, mm. you know? I put people Soylent Green. It's just people. Soylent Green is people. I'm a, I'm afraid that like McDonald's yeah. and Burger King, I think that they might get involved with some of this uh nanotechnology stuff or nanoparticulates and put it in their food. It's very possible, and I believe it's going on. Yeah. Because they're putting this, the nanotechnology I'm not, everywhere. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm perfect. I mean, I do... Um, ha- I, I had a fish fillet at McDonald's about a month ago. So um, I'm not saying that, you know, I'm completely perfect. But um, I don't... I don't eat at fast food only because, you know, of my gang stalking. I can't go anywhere anymore. But, um, <laughs> pretty much. I only leave the house about twice a day now, at the most, maybe three times. Yeah, I think you should get out and just ignore the gang stalkers. Yeah, I agree. That's it. I'm telling you, with gang stalking, it's like I used to have a lot of it. Like, people, like vehicular stalking, I still have a lot. But I ignore it when I go out, and I feel better. And just really, really ignore any physical gang stalking. Like just almost just turn your body away from people like that, and they'll stop doing it after a while. It's hard because they block me. Okay, so um, I they literally block me like in stores. Like they block me, and when they're in in my face. And I'm trying to go somewhere, and they're physically like in front of my car, like blocking me with their bodies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't, but you like if somebody's in front of your car, you're like, hey, why are you in car. front of my car? Car, my you shopping know? cart. No, I meant oh, like your car. car. Yeah. Yeah. It's annoying. Yep. Say again, Kyle. Huh? Say again. I said, yeah, it gets annoying. Yeah, it, it does. Yeah. You know, you know, I've been trying to tell her that, Kyle. She needs to stop letting all this stuff upset her and get her a nervous wreck and all that. She needs to stop doing that. Sometimes uh, you can't what, help it. Because, like, okay. Like, yeah. It's just like with yeah. a shopping cart thing. If somebody puts their shopping cart in front of you, and you're going up with your shopping cart, you know, just be a jerk. Just like, just yeah. put your, go, put your shop, roll your shopping cart up like right beside them and just like get real close to them and start looking at stuff and just this, re, you know, just a real, like not even acting like you're doing it. Just kind of perp them back. Yeah, know? exactly. Oh, I do. And then you'll, <laughs> I do it all the time. Yeah. Actually, yeah. You, You'll feel better after that. You right. know, just somebody, if you can tell they're snooping around, you like get real close to them and start looking at stuff that they're looking at. <laughs> and then it's and then and then it's like they're not like invading your space. You start to invade theirs too, so you don't feel like your power is being taken away. You know. Right. Oh, I do. I perk back all the time, but you know, I get mm-hmm. remote neural monitoring, so when I'm writing my yeah. shopping list, they can see what I'm writing through my eyes, 
Okay, so mm-hmm. they already know and get to the store what I'm going to buy because they saw my shopping list. So what they'll do is they will put somebody right at that item and and have them stand right where the item is. So if I want to get, say, I don't know, bread, that's just an example, they'll have somebody sitting right in front of the very brand that I use and blocking it with their cart. Or they'll have like a, a big industrial cart like right in front of the very item that I had on my list. Um, it, you know what I'm saying? Like just things like that. You know, it's mm-hmm. kind of like, you know, we know exactly, you know, like we're watching you so closely that, you know, we already know what you're what you're getting. We already know yeah. what you're here for. Right. Yeah. Oh, I think at a certain point, like, I don't even think that you're going to have to try and do it. I think at a certain point, you know, the directed energy weapon torture just gets so bad that the gang stalking becomes so, you know, lame. <laughs> Nothing. Like, right. That, that's what happened to me. Like, the gang stalking mm-hmm. really bothered me for a couple of years, and then my, my targeting was so damaging and, you know, mm-hmm. just horribly satanic that that started to be ridiculous. I was like, these are just no-nothing yeah. people. Like monkeys mm-hmm. doing, you know, not even knowing what they're doing, you know, walking around me. It's retarded. It's like, you know, you can't. It's a little retardation, it. isn't it, Kyle? That's what I've been saying. I mean, these people are. I'm, I'm beginning to wonder if they're not. If, if it's all of this is not this mental retardation. <laughs> well, it's, it's social engineering. Like the people who do this kind of crap, they've been studying like human groups and um, you know what people will and won't do, how far people will go if somebody else is doing it. So really, they found that there is no limit. Like I mean, with cults, you know, like right. mothers mothers would kill kill their own kids if they were told by the cult leader. So they exactly. just try and find those those group situations. Where they can really make everybody suggestible, or all the compliant people, and they'll do any crazy thing that everybody else is doing. It's just for non-compliant people like us, it's hard to understand. It's hard to get that because if somebody's doing something wrong, it doesn't matter if it's 200 people and you're the only one person who you know who wants to do the right thing. You're going to tell those 200 people what you're doing is insane. But a lot of people aren't like that. They're like the 200 people are doing something crazy. I'm gonna do it too. I'm gonna be a part of the group. You know, and it's it's. I guess we gotta come to terms with some of these things. Like, you know, know how it happens with big groups. You know, it's happened in in Vietnam with communism and China under Mao Zedong. How many millions of people? I think it's in the, what uh, is some the 10 or 20 million people were killed, maybe more. Through communism, they were just lying about their neighbors. So it's happened before, you know, where people just go crazy. They get in these compliant, and I wouldn't call this communism, you know, because there's money involved. So it's a new Frankenstein monster. But yeah, you know, our founding fathers made a great country, almost the best idea that's ever been done anywhere. And enough time has gone by where dumbass people are gonna destroy it. Yeah. It happens almost. It happens to almost every country or every system. Now, even if you started out working perfectly, it becomes like it's almost like chaos theory. You know, 
people get decadent. They don't appreciate what's been created because they're so far away from it. Like it was in what 1776. Oh yeah. It's been a long time, so people just completely forget about it. They just wake up in this country and they're like, oh well, you know, it's just great. Even if we uh, go out and uh, you know rape people, our founding but we'll still be free, right? You know, they just don't understand. They don't understand that the, the and the founding fathers did understand that. They said this will be a great republic for everyone if you can keep it. And they understood the danger of tyranny, communism, and people doing all this crazy stuff, taking it down. And if they understood it in 1776, and we've kind of got to understand that with how retarded people are nowadays. No, yeah, you know what the answer to nineteen or seventeen seventy six is or eighteen? <laughs> I mean, I'm getting, I'm getting tongue tied here. <laughs> the, the answer to nine eleven? No, no. What's the answer to nineteen eighty four? Seventeen seventy six. Yeah. Alex Jones. Says. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's so I mean, true. Well, you see all this. The guy who wrote 1984, I mean, that book is, he didn't get the technology right or exactly how it's happening, but he got a lot of it pretty right. Big Brother watching everybody. Exactly. So, yeah, George Orwellian, he gave a, a good, yeah, he gave a good generalized idea of it. Yeah. I think, I think we've got to change our perspective on what's happening. Because, like, you know, it's like 1984. Everybody's crazy. Everybody's going along with this stuff. There's some people who are good, but they're too afraid to do anything. They're scared they're going to get hurt. You know, and we got to understand that's the world we live in. And really, because I think, I think the phase that a lot of us are in, and I'm still in it, is like I was in a free America. I was raised to believe, like, what the fuck is all this? You know, we're all in that stage. We've got to change our perspective where we're like, things have really changed. And big you can't control big groups of people who are crazed or following orders or, you know, in a cult. And so right. we're just going to have to accept, like, people have gone crazy by, by the big <laughs> Apparently <numbers>. so. <laughs> yeah, there's still, there's still some good people out there. You know, let's find those people. Let's, you know, you know, we can't. I don't know. I mean, I get upset by it too, but um, I just I think we're gonna have to go through it, you know, because I don't think we're gonna be able to pull it back. Kind of how I see it. It's just it's like a big wheel rolling and crushing things because there's enough people doing it. So, I, I mean, I I like to say, hey, we're gonna halt this program. You know, we're gonna stop this program. We're gonna stop all the Nazi anything Nazi happening in the United States. Stasi. They're doing so many. Stasi. Stop. 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 Stop the Stasi. Their sets on decomposition, the literal breakdown of the human psyche, the mind, and uh, the body. That's what these those sick people meant. That was their M.O. That was their objective, what they did to their targets. They're some real sick people. I mean, we're not, but they are. Yeah. Yeah, it's just after a while, it's like you, I don't know, you go through this thing where it's like, okay, this is fucking sick and fucking evil, but you get to a point where you're just not shocked anymore. And it's like, it's something that we have to do, 
and it's something that feels it's it's like the lesser of two evils because you don't want to do that you don't want to sit there and be like oh people murdering people you know i can't be shocked by this because it's happened for so long it seems uh-huh. like a little bit on that, but it's 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 better than all just staying in the state of god i can't believe this is happening you know because when you get out of that stage of gosh i can't believe this is happening the shock stage you're a lot less uh a lot less easily manipulated yeah you, know, exactly. you, you get on your feet yeah you get on your feet you're like this craziness is happening uh you accept it in every healthy way that you can and you say we got to deal with it there's still good people in the world you know because i mean i i think that we all go through that like we're it's like how can this fucking shit be happening but that's that time is gone you know that time is gone where you know people can come back like pull something like this program back and stop doing it you know right yeah we're all just gonna have to go through i don't know what's gonna happen to the country like what it'll become but you know our forefathers i mean look what they did like at a certain point they were living in tyranny it was they knew they weren't they couldn't make it better too big of a system the monarchy was they were tyrants they had to go somewhere else and yeah. go somewhere else to live the way that they wanted to live they didn't just sit there like wow look at this big system maybe we can fight the whole country they just went somewhere else where they could live how they wanted to live so we're gonna have to go to space <laughs> well, no, yeah, but what happened in uh, it, what happened in 1776 is you know the people got the America got tired of the British's bullshit and bullying and and attempts to enslave us and then they stood up and they said no more and there will be no more of this and it happened <laughs> and that's why we're uh, supposedly a free country today. And if that would have never happened, then we would have still been enslaved by the British today. We got one problem, though, with our case, though, because back then they were fighting on level playing fields with uh, muskets and whatnot. Now we got the military having directed energy weapons and, you know, stuff like that. So, you know, we've got we've got two problems there on a revolt is that we're way outgunned. Like, this technology and even just the regular guns they have just completely outgun it. So people did start a revolution. There's that. Then there's the fact that people are too soft nowadays. Like, they will not in big numbers. They they will not rise up in a violent revolution. If they did, they'd be taken down very quickly because the the mainstream media would vilify them. You know, there'd be so much, uh, what would, propaganda against them. Exactly. With this, I, I wish that could happen, man. You know what, what side I would join? I would if, there, if somebody like the militias got together and said we've had it with this government and they're tyrannizing everybody. Yeah. Be on their side with a gun. I would do it in a second. But uh, you know, unfortunately, unfortunately, with this, you know, we're gonna have to think a lot harder. We're gonna have to do stuff that's way outside of the box. Yeah, thought about a lot on this, but they haven't. They haven't thought of everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. You're right. They were talking. They were talking about that, like on this. Um, I don't know if y'all watch Stephen Crowder. <laughs> he was talking to somebody about like change my mind about the Second Amendment, and um, there was a guy who came on and said, you know, like, like back back when they had the amendment, the Second Amendment, when they created it, um. You know, 
they could have uh ships could have um cannons and stuff like that and it's like nowadays uh it says the right to bear arms right well the right to bear arms was, was to defend ourselves from tyranny but it's like yeah. even if we have yeah even if we have guns though it's like they have tanks they have missiles that that can be guided by computer you know um they have directed energy so you know even if we if we did rise up with guns they just the technology superior that yeah that you know i've i've pondered that you know what would happen if it would it, you know came right right down to it and it was us the people against the criminal elements of etc i'll tell you what it would be it would be a civil war, and it would be a literal bloodbath. It really would, and there would be a lot of damage on both sides. But, but uh, who do you, I mean? But who do you even attack? I mean, because you got all these third-party contractors spread out. You got the DOD. You got all these different FBI headquarters and NSA headquarters. I mean, so what do you? It's not even that kind of war where you go to a place and you fight. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, in a sense. Elaborate on it a little bit. Well, like it, you can't just storm the Capitol, right? You know, who, who who would care that they'd take the president somewhere else? And really, you know, all the people murdering us are in all these different agencies across the country. So it's like, I mean, you, I guess you could have a coordinated attack. Should we really be talking? Should we, we shouldn't be talking like this, should we? This is true. We're just talking in theory. No, 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 we're we're talking a lot of truth tonight, but but yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, I I would love it, man. I mean, I think I I always I think we should revolt. You know, we're being murdered. We're being murdered by corporations that are powered by our our government outside agencies. But I'm also you know, if we're not realistic yeah. about things, we can't win. Absolutely. Like if we're just like. Oh yeah, yeah. We should go after these guys, and they're all gonna get hanged, and they're gonna lose. Like that's cool, but we've really got to think about it realistically to to know what we're really up against. To know you have to know how bad it is so you can fight it. You know what I'm saying? That's, no, that's true. I and I hate I hate that about myself sometimes. Like because I know that I know that I can't I can't just be like, hey, we're gonna win this thing. You know, and just be real positive about it. This is really a big brick of shit that we're up against. And it's a lot of crazies and with a lot of money and power. Yeah. Sometimes you've got to be like, well, this is why it sucks. And this is, you know, think realistically about, like, kind of plans that maybe, you know, people have said, like, you know, hey, you know, we should revolt and stuff like that. You know, a lot of TIs have said that. I've said that. Um yeah, but you got to consider these people are not that smart, though. Uh, it, I'll tell you what it is. It's a matter of ego and power trip and a God complex in, co in unison with one another because of this remote neural monitoring technology. They, these people literally think that they're God now. They, they, think yeah. that they think they're invincible, that no one can stop and no one can figure them out. I got news for them. We already figured them out a long time ago. Yeah, I mean, it's the, te the technology powers them. They're stupid. Exactly, I mean, they're idiots. Yeah, and it's, as of now, it's just a matter of getting these damn people stopped and getting them some prison sentences. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's that. That's I mean, I, 
I would love that, man. Um, yeah. In, but in MK Ultra, like nobody, nobody went to jail, and there were thousands. There were universities, front companies, the CIA. I mean, thousands and thousands of military men and uh, you know agents working on, it, and nobody went. No, not one person went to jail. And and I mean, everybody knows that they were torturing children. Yeah, they sure were torturing children. And you know, I mean, it could change this time, though. I mean, we could, you know, their miracles happen. Yeah, well, I mean, the thing is, you know, that was the MK Ultra. That was the 1960s. I mean, this is 2018. It's time to stop these people. It's time to man up and step up and say, okay, we're going after you. Okay, that's enough murder and torture of innocent people. We're coming yeah. after you. We're coming. We don't care what kind of technology you possess. You know, if if one uh, uh, unit doesn't get you, the other one's going to get you. You know, you know the long arm of the law, et cetera. Yeah, we'll get you one way or another. You can't well, we got us. We got to figure out a way, the way to go after them. Like, because it seems like what, as, as the TI community, or, you know, as TIs, our, our best ideas right now are, you know, talking, putting it out there on the social media, um, you know, making films about it and stuff like that, because we see that, like, violence is just going to, you know, probably get us killed, and, you know, they're, never, they're not even going to talk about targeted individuals. But we've got we've to be looking for that point where, you know, where we can get policemen on our side, and then we can move forward with, like, taking some, some bigger ground than just getting... Uh, you know, just getting the information out. I think, this is what I think, I think one of the best ideas of attack was um, Al- Allison Ireland's little Unity and Hope co- uh, conference. Wow, yeah. We, if we had, I mean, think about, okay, so it was 100 TIs, they all, some. they had some TI speakers, they all met up in this professional atmosphere, right? And then all those videos that everybody was doing got put on YouTube. Now, if we did something like that every year, and more and more TIs got to it, so you had this professional convention environment with like maybe 300 TIs, 400 TIs, what a, you know, and it keeps growing, and you have that, and then they're gonna there be people who have to advertise that, they have to uh, publicize that the media, and then you're gonna get all these different like people are gonna be recording the speeches and stuff like that, almost like a Comic Con convention or. Um, you know, something where everybody's videotaping some of the like panels or presentations or whatever. I think that is one of the the best ways, uh, you know, to move forward because it's not us and it's it's us in a very professional environment treating this like what it is—a situation where there's science involved, there's coping involved, and stuff like that. So I think her idea was brilliant. I think that lady should get a lot of credit. I actually heard that some people were calling her a perp or whatnot. And I was wait, 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 let me stop you for a minute. Who who are you talking about? So you know, Alice, Alice in Ireland, or is it, oh is it man, no, no, I don't think she's a perp. Is she? First of all, she's a very beautiful lady, and I think she's sweet. I'm friends with her on no, Facebook. No, not you. Somebody, somebody did though. Oh, like some TIs, okay. some TIs were saying that she was. Uh, was uh, a perp for doing that, and I was horrified because how much work that took to put together, 
Exactly. Yeah. Hello, guys, there. Hello, Lydia. How is it going? Hey, it's Lydia, you're on late. Well, I've been listening on the now. Um, uh, your idea of continuing with um, uh, the conference is good one. Uh, Agreed. However, uh, I don't know if anybody listened to Catherine Houghton today or on Thursday. Uh, she is proposing a new campaign. It has got some legs. And that is a leaflet campaign within the neighborhood delivering letters to all the people who live around you, uh, describing very well. And she produced a template that is not to the perps, but to everybody within your vicinity, stating that you are attacked. But because you are attacked, other people are exposed to radiation. Uh, 50% goes to them, 50% goes to you. See, I, I think she's wrong about that, about backsplash of this stuff, but I think that's an excellent idea, and I would go along with it. I think she's wrong about it, but scaring people scaring people around us and letting them know that it's happening is perfect. I don't think she's right about it, but I, I think I think that's perfect. It is happening to them. If uh, a neighbor is uh, doing it to you, he's doing it to himself, and some of that radiation bounces mm -hmm. back at other people. So there are scientific reasons for this to be right. The way she explains it. Uh, well, I think they, they kind of triangulate it to our specific frequencies. So, like, I mean, I've been sitting by my dad sometimes, like, with high-pitched sound in my ears, and he doesn't feel anything. Like, he may be getting a low, low level of non-ionizing radiation, but he was, like, sitting right next to me. But I, I was tell you, my husband sometimes gets hit. It's intended for they me probably, he gets hit. But they're, they're probably hitting him on purpose, though, Lydia, because they hit my parents, and they hit people... Mm that are around me on purpose. No, right, not... no reason. You know, if you look at the circumstances, um, I I don't see correlation <laughs> to hit him particularly. Who is making that noise? Is that Ryan? It's not me. So anyway. No, because I, I mean, cause I've had roommates and friends around me, Lydia, and they would just hit them in the chest like we'd be sitting there. I mean, that's just what they do. They just hit everybody around uh, but, them. You know, there could be people who get hit uh, by mistake. I think my husband gets hit by mistake. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I, I, I think so. I mean, I could go with that idea. Uh, but I anyway, think these hits are not uh, perpetrated by the neighbors, in my case. But in the mm -hmm. majority of TIs, it's... Then it's uh, happening in their neighborhood. <coughs> it's the the perps on the ground, etc., etc. shuffling stuff above in the attic so in the in the apartments above. Well so, Lydia Lydia, does this Doctor Horton's I've try, I've been trying to get in touch with her, um, but she I, she never answers or anything. I mean she's so busy. Like does she 